0: This
1: is Dead in Sports. This is the place where sports opinions collide, Dead in Sports. I'm your host, Kenneth B. Inge. Joining me on the show, we got BZ430. What up, though? We got Nikki Duse. What's going on? Connecting right now. FIFO twenty four seven. You will see him in a minute. With muted. What's going on, man? Hello, what up, what up? And as always, Shelton J. What's happening? What's happening? And uh, Shelton, you want to go ahead and introduce our guest this evening?
0: Man, it is my pleasure, man. The the man, the myth, the legend, man. I wouldn't. I, I ain't gonna lie. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing without listening to him. <laughs> um and, and checking and following in his footsteps in a lot of different areas. Uh, man, this dude, man, he really needs no introduction. Um, I, I could go on and on with accolades and things that you've done in your in your career, Doug, but man, this is uh, one half of the two live stools, Mr. Doug Stewart.
2: Appreciate it, man. Thank you all for having me on, man.
3: I appreciate you coming on, man. For real, yeah, man. we
1: appreciate you, man. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's a pleasure. For sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely.
4: Appreciate it, man.
3: Letting you know, this is a black show, so just go ahead and just and just have at it, man. We, we, black, we black up in here. We black, going. I was going to say, I
4: see, I see you in your Michael Jordan chair. I'm, uh, you better, might as well pour, pour you a drink. <laughs> Get ready.
2: <laughs> hey, so I was telling him, man. So I saw two strippers fight to the death in Detroit one night. <laughs> True story, they was fighting with bricks and everything, man. It was incredible. <laughs> oh man, yeah,
1: that was the, that's the, crazy.
0: Could Detroit strip clubs compare with Atlanta strip clubs, though? That's
2: the question. Man, look here. Um, I mean, for real, can we have this conversation?
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, right, we, right. we black, man.
2: <laughs> so, so listen, and I and I said this before on the uh, on our show back in the day. Detroit strip clubs. You ever seen that movie, Dust Till Dawn? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You you remember the nightclub that the that the vampire chick was, uh, was she a vampire?
3: Talking about Sam and Hyatt? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it remember that? Right. Yeah. It was vampires all
2: in the strip club. Yeah. That's oh, wow. what the strip clubs are in Detroit. Yep. Dust Till Dawn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Vampires in there dancing. Bullet wounds. Uh, <laughs> Cigarette burns.
3: <laughs> yeah. All that stuff. All
2: that <laughs> It's a real grimy in Detroit, man. Atlanta, Atlanta strip clubs, man, are are uh, super nice, man.
0: No, <laughs> the bullet wounds. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, uh, before we get started, I just got a question, man. Tell us how you got started in in, in the business, and a little bit of background.
2: Well, um, uh, I mean, in a nutshell, me and my brother. My, my brother was had just retired from playing football, played for the Detroit Lions for five years. He, he went to Georgia Tech, came back to Atlanta, showed some interest to uh, Wes Durham, who was the voice of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, told like, listen, I want to get into, into media. So Wes had a relationship with the, the radio station, the sports station in town, 790 The Zone. And so they set it up where he could come in and, like, fill in for guys, Okay, you know, because he had a good career. He was all ACC or whatever at Georgia Tech. So, yeah, Ryan Stewart, local college kid, played a couple years in Detroit. You know, he's coming in and filling in, filling in for other guys that are on vacation or whatever. And uh, he had been doing that for a couple of months. And no lie, we were at his house one day. Uh, this was probably noontime. And we had, like, 20 dudes in his basement playing Madden. Uh, you know, drinking brew, doing whatever we do on Saturday afternoons, or it was a Sunday because we were watching a pro game where the Dallas Cowboys were playing against somebody, Quincy Carter was the quarterback. <laughs> and so we got into this discussion slash debate slash screaming match about how I felt that the the future of the league was gonna be dual threat running quarterbacks. Mm. This is 2001. Wow. He argued me to death. Now, he played in the league, but, you know, I played, you know, ball pretty much my entire life. Um, So we were very opinionated, but he's like, that'll never work in the NFL. That'll never work, you know. Those guys, Mm. they'll get hurt, this, that, and the other. And so we we literally argued for about 30, 45 minutes screaming, hollering, low country style. Uh, After that, one of the guys in the room was like, he, he knew Ryan was working on the radio station. He was like, you guys should have your own show. And when he said, like, a light bulb went off in our minds. And one thing led to another. We, he, you know, we, we liked the idea of an urban-based sports talk show in Atlanta, you know, Chaka City. Uh, Ryan was able to, uh, to uh, uh, you know, get a meeting set up with the program director. We came in. We pitched it. We had all of these stats and this business plan, and we like just give us a shot. It gave us a shot, and the rest is history.
0: Man, oh, yeah. And it was it was perfect timing, man. That was a perfect storm when y'all came because that was needed. You know, you had uh-huh. a bunch of bunch of black people watching watching sports and listening to you know right. listening to stuff, but we didn't have our representation in, in nope. the mix. It wasn't for us. Right. And it wasn't our language that they were speaking.
5: Right. So
0: when y'all came along with the, what you got, you right, know what I'm saying? Right,
5: right, right. Man, it
0: was like it was it was speaking our language. So I don't know anybody. First off, you know, anybody listening to AM radio?
5: Right, but, right.
0: But we all tuned in then. Right, and
5: right. And I don't know anybody who
2: wasn't listening.
0: I I know I was. Right, right.
1: And yeah. it was,
0: it was just and then y'all y'all were on
2: fire. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, was, yeah that was sense. amazing. We, uh, I mean, when we started, or even uh, and and maybe it was so that was 2000, maybe 2005, we got nominated or voted. I don't know how, but sports talk show of the year, uh, the number Mm -hmm. one sports talk show in America. We were in Sports Illustrated, and it's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was crazy, but I mean, at the time when we, I remember when we got that whole big write up in Sports Illustrated, um. The, the writers and you know of the of the magazine said that they had done some research and we were the, at that time in 2005 2006 or whatever year it was we were still the only all black sports talk show in america yeah like there had been there there were shows that had one black guy and all and another white guy
5: mm-hmm. one black guy and
2: two other white guys but there yeah. was not a just a totally black sports talk show in america and this was 2005, 2006, I had to look at the magazine. I, I haven't looked at it in a long time, but yeah, man. And, uh, you know, a lot, it's crazy. A lot, a lot hasn't changed, man. It's crazy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the that, the-
1: yeah, that's the unfortunate part, especially given the current status, you know, of the world uh, locally and globally with what's going on. Like I'm seeing white voices and, and black voices being merged together as one, right. but whereas like, the, the all-black cast that's really talking directly to the issues in a way that they can speak to. So, um, and 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 that was definitely missing. And, you know, it was one of the things that, you know, I, I feel probably about when we were doing this show because we've talked about a lot of things that often wasn't covered. Like one of the things that we do on this show is when it comes to quarterbacks, kind of taking, you know, the ball from what you were saying all years ago, and we, we're very, we, we call it pro-brother. Right. Like we want black quarterbacks, black coaches, black GMs, right. like all of that. And we try to push the successes of those, you know, that can do it and acknowledge right. the ones that can't, but that's what equality looks like. Right. Like when we can have average to mediocre quarterbacks that can have positions in the job, in the NFL, or coaches as well, the same that they have with, with white players and coaches also. One hundred percent. And, you
2: know, I just saw ESPN uh, did this thing where they they took all of the players in the league today and drafted them. I don't know if y'all saw that today.
4: I saw that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And uh, it was real cool because and they're basically saying if you take the players now, every player in the league and you drafted them, you could draft from the pool of players right now the top five players, four of them were black quarterbacks. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I mean, like it's crazy because that, that that's a true story about how we started the show, man. But, uh, you know. And hey, dual threats. Yeah, dual threat quarterbacks. So it's, it's much different now, man. But sports talk, man, I, I mean, I congratulate y'all, bro, for, you know, for doing this. Um, but, but the sports talk – industry is very political man a lot of those cats are in cliques they know each other they they got their boys come in I mean hell I mean I don't want to get into it because uh you know I I keep saying I I laugh so I don't cry (laughs) Mm. (laughs) but but I mean we had the best ratings verifiable um for close to 12 years Mm. and one thing led to another and somebody doesn't like us you know to hell with ratings um, we're going to get rid of them and then not only are we going to get rid of them, but we're going to, you know, bad mouth them to where, you know, they're going to they're gonna be blackballed and they can't get a job anywhere. So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very political, man, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Right. And y'all,
0: y'all kind of, y'all were first kind of on that, on, on the black lives matter type movement in sports. Um, and my brother, I was talking to my brother about you earlier today, and that's something that he made mention to me about how y'all kind of pioneered that kind of thing back when, it, at a time when it wasn't the thing to talk about. Before you know, all this momentum came about. Right. And he was saying, like, man, he, and that's what he said. He kind of was like, I know they probably caught a little heat for that because they y'all were y'all were pro black at a time when pro black wasn't the end thing to be. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent.
2: And I mean. Not so much dealing with, uh, with the issues over the last couple of weeks with, uh, with George Floyd. Right. But, you know, we were pretty much the only voices at the time when, uh, when Vic got in all of that trouble fighting the dogs or whatever. Mm-hmm. We were pretty much the only voice that, you know, somewhat defended him. And, 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 and let me just, you know, refresh people's memories. We didn't defend what he did. We just defended the fact that this man had never been in trouble before why would he go to jail like not not only not only had he never gone to, uh, or done anything or been arrested uh, he had been a great citizen you know he did a lot of knucklehead things you remember the little water bottle in the uh, yeah. in the airport but he had never been arrested you know um, did a lot for the community for his community and so we just didn't understand how you went from a lot of of it was he wasn't even there at the time they were doing this stuff for a lot of it, but how do you go from funding this dogfighting thing to go to jail for three years? Right, you know, um, it just it wasn't a heinous crime. He didn't assault anybody. He didn't. It wasn't armed robbery, anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. And it really just it comes full circle on, you know, uh, you 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 can you can kill. Dogs are getting more trouble than you can kill human beings.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a fact. It's proven. If, if, if that officer, and I hope that we are dating the show and y'all mad about this, mm-hmm. um, but that officer that killed that killed George Floyd with his knee on his neck, imagine if he had been caught on video doing that to a dog.
3: Oh, man.
2: He would have went to jail he at night. He
3: they would have hung, j- hung him to dry, like yeah. literally,
5: on, yeah. on, yeah. on camera.
2: Yeah, yep. so I mean, you just you just see the disparity in uh, you know in the way that the, the 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 public looks at these things, man. And so that's what we were. And so yeah, we took a lot of heat for that because nobody else, you know, everybody else was you know hang them, you know, uh, yeah. put him in jail forever. So yeah, I mean that, but but that's fine because we gave real opinions uh, opinions and and us giving real opinions really you know led to our success so it's kind of like you got to have the yin with the yang the good with the yeah. bad the sweet yeah. with the sour you know
1: yeah. i'll i'll um take it as you know add this to what you just said and um and i got some heat for saying this so we have we have a bunch of shows and so we also do a podcast called is the mic still on okay and frames per second and frames per second is our tv movie recap show. So on that show we did a recap of Tiger King. And I pointed out how Vic was vilified, demonized, went right. to jail, and yeah, yeah. this guy, Joe Exotic, turned into a star. Right. Right. Like <laughs> I, and, and and people came at me for saying that. Right, but I'm just like pointing out the hypocrisy of it all. It's like right. it just—it just blew my mind. It that was
3: crazy, did. Ken. Was crazy. He admitted to killing the tigers.
1: Right. Man, exactly. He shot and right. killed tigers. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. And it's
2: cr- and and the hypocrisy is just unreal. Yeah. Like like it's just it's just unreal. Like, don't you see? He killed forty something tigers, <laughs> and Big did this, but y'all are still mad at Big for this. And this guy has the number one, you know, documentary on Netflix.
5: Right.
2: Like it's just the hypocrisy is just incredible. It's like people see what they want to see, they hear yep. what they want to hear, and they see what they want to see. And,
4: and that's mm-hmm. that's a good point that I wanted to to ask you, Doug, about. Since we're talking about the NFL, like the whole shitstorm with Drew Brees and like his initial comments, mm-hmm. that criticism, and then his follow-up comments. And now I guess we're dealing with that criticism of his apology or whatever. I wanted to get your thoughts as, like, as you were learning about the information throughout the week, like we were, what was going through your head about it?
2: I mean, at some point, people really show you who they are, you know. And Drew Brees, in my opinion, Drew Brees Brees can have his opinion about that whole flag thing. But the timing sucked. (laughs)
5: Yeah.
2: Like, the timing sucked because – the NFL is apologizing. They, they haven't come out and said they're apologizing about Colin Kaepernick, but they're apologizing for not letting their players protest social injustice and police brutality, which was spearheaded and started by Colin Kaepernick. They're apologizing, and Drew Brees, in this time where we watched a man get murdered, you know, viciously, we watched this you come back with this flag thing, which they told you over and over and over, and anybody that would listen, it's not about the flag. It's to, it was to bring, what Colin Kaepernick did, was to bring conversation to the forefront about black, unarmed black men being murdered by the police. That's it. And, uh, you know, for Breeze to say something like that the man hadn't even been put in the ground yet. Is just, I mean, I don't use the word insensitive a lot. It's not like part of my my my, my uh, vernacular, but I mean, it was insensitive as hell. You know, you can save that. And we keep telling you, it's not about, it's not about the flag. It's not about the flag. That's just a vehicle to start conversation, and maybe we could get some change. And uh, so that comment and. Uh, the the, the uh, coordinator from the uh, Denver Broncos. A lot of people, a lot of times, man, they'll show you who they are with their with their commentary.
6: Jake Fromm. I, I feel like that was very insensitive. What he was saying, like that that was off the wall
5: to me. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, the Fromm thing, and I don't know if the Fromm thing is recent, but the Fromm thing is just bad because it feels like it doesn't feel like it's it it it, it it's like. You know, we can play football with you. Mm. Um, we can win football games together. But you know, let's not get it twisted. Uh, you're inferior to us. That's the way that comment came across.
0: From it, it was.
2: It was recent too. It was since he's been drafted. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I don't know how that could be. I don't know how he can can exist in that locker room. I, I don't know. Like I, I fully expect him to get cut. Because it wouldn't no little just like off off you know, uh, color comment. Uh, and no pun intended. I mean this was. I mean that was a vicious. You know you talk about guns and we can have them and you can and right. First Amendment and like and you coming in the locker room you haven't done one thing in the NFL. Like I don't see how oh, he can. I don't see how he can exist in that locker room. They're going. I I believe he's going to be cut before training camp starts. God, right. I think so too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm shocked he's not already cut. Yeah,
5: yeah.
4: And what I do mean, you think? Was, go ahead. Uh, I was going to ask, uh, and you, uh, not to cut you off, but I was wondering, like, what do you think? You're speaking about that player and his locker room. What do you think about Drew Brees? If we do have an NFL season start, how, does, how do the Saints get over this or do they? You know
2: what? Um, I don't think they're going to get over it, but I think because Drew Brees has built up so much uh, goodwill in the, in the community, Um, I think they like him. I think that the players and I'm talking about the black teammates. I think the black players, uh, he's apologized several times. They're going to, they're going to accept his apology. The problem with Drew Brees is the city he's in.
5: Mm -hmm. (laughs)
2: Like outside of Atlanta, (laughs) DC, Baltimore. I mean, Houston is real, real black. Oakland is real, real black. Outside of them cities, man, New Orleans probably per capita the blackest town in America, man. And I mean, those black people down there are like the realest of real. So I I don't know I don't know how that's gonna come across with the fans when they start playing games and you know, how they receive him when he runs into the stadium, when he runs onto the field. You know, and if they start winning games and he's throwing touchdowns, I mean I mean, I guess at some point they're going to move on. But in the back of their mind, I mean, they just, you know, they're really going to have a real, real bitter taste in their mouth about Drew Brees going forward. And this is a guy that was beloved,
1: you know. Yeah, if, if, if as long as he winning games, they're going to look at him like white folks looked at Cam Newton when he was winning all those games. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly,
2: exactly, right. exactly. Right. You know you know they hate Cam Newton. They hate Cam Newton ever since college. Yep. Oh, Yeah.
4: <laughs> Were y'all surprised that Michael Thomas was the one who kind of like being on the Saints initiated, not initiated like this response from Drew Brees or anything, but just how he's been vocalizing now. Like he got, I don't know, B, I think, I don't know whoever put that in the chat, that video montage of like all the like, I guess, best wide receivers and even some DBs uh, coming out and speaking out against, you know, this police brutality supporting Black Lives Matter. For him to be in that locker room, and we saw other receivers, we saw Emmanuel Sanders tweet out some things, and then, you know, we saw other people on the Saints. Like, were y'all surprised that they were able to or willing to speak out against their captain? Like, so uh, quickly.
2: Well, I, I wasn't shocked because this is, this is bigger than football. hmm You know, I think at the end of the day, this is bigger than football. I mean, we've all probably been there at some point with the police, you know, in our lives. Uh, getting stopped for nothing, you know, made up charges, you know, accusations. Um, And so Michael Thomas probably got kids. He probably got young boys or he's probably got nephews. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, if you if you aren't vocal, if you're quiet, then you're you're somewhat complicit, especially if you're black, because it could easily be you. So I Mm -hmm. think I think Thomas and you saw the video with all of those guys, those, those NFL players came together. And uh, you know, did the little uh, protest, little montage. Um, this thing is bigger than football, you know. And I, I know these got these guys don't want to lose their livelihood like Colin Kaepernick did. But I mean, enough is enough. Like, at what point do you do you say we got to do something different? We gotta, we can't let this go. I mean, at what point do you do you just you know you come back at it? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I know Malcolm Jenkins was sitting there crying like Stephen. Uh was J- Django. <laughs> yeah. it. It was, wasn't Django. I know was Jenkins was hurt that, that. That, that teammates yeah. too,
4: right? Yeah. He mm-hmm. just signed, he just came back
1: yeah. to them. Malcolm Jenkins was like, damn, Drew, Drew, not you too. But Drew, Drew Brees is a, a staunch Republican. He grew up in Texas, right? Yeah. Very conservative. So
5: yeah.
1: um and he got tricked. And he got tricked. So Drew Brees, he just I I remember seeing, I was like, man, why are you? Like, what are you doing? That, that was the first thing that popped in my head was like, what are you doing? Right. But yes. somebody asked him the question, and he, and he said it before, but now it just hit different. I, I don't remember him saying that. He, he kneeled with them, though. That's All that point. stuff was performative. I ain't believing any of that stuff. Yeah. Right. Jerry okay. Jones kneeled with the Cowboys, too. And then, and then told him, I'm going to cut you if like, you go out there and kneel without kneel me. Yeah. <laughs> right,
3: right. And then he, like, locked arms with him and kneel with him and then got up and walked to
4: the, to the, to the center field. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And now he don't mm. want to
1: pay Dak. Right, right, right. Mm.
4: How do you feel about that, Doug? The Dak situation with the Cowboys?
2: I mean, I, I think that, that race probably does play a large part in why they haven't given that man his money. That man has been more productive at this point in his career, than Tony Romo was at at that point in his career, okay. And Jerry Jones, if Tony Romo were in the same spot that Dak Prescott is in, with the things that Dak has done, the success that he's had, he would have been paid, mm-hmm. you know. And and here it is: the the thing about that 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 quarterback position is when it's your time to get paid. It's your time to get paid. It's
1: his time.
2: Always. And they never say that. Like, there's been quarterback after quarterback that have been questionable that I think were were suspect as far as their skill set. But it was their time. What was the quarterback name for Baltimore. He played for Denver last year. Coach, Joe quote, Flacco. Flacco. Flacco, Flacco. Do y'all remember when Flacco got that that D overhand? Yep. <laughs> twenty-five. Like, right. We were like, I think we might have been still on radio. I can't remember. But the point is, is we like, Flacco is not that good of a quarterback. No. It's money, but my my brother argued me down. It's his time. You know, it doesn't matter. That's the economics of it. He's a quarterback. It's his time. He's up for a contract. He gets paid the top deal for a quarterback. It's Dak's time. Pay the man. It's as simple as that. But but
6: But the the difference – hold on, hold on, Nick. But the difference between Joe Flacco was that he
2: went and won the Super Bowl. He didn't win no Super Bowl. The Baltimore Ravens defense won the Super Bowl. I preaching a i I've been 100%. trying to tell him
1: this whole time, man. What?
3: But
6: but let's be honest. Joe Flacco looked incredible during that playoff run. What did he throw
1: one interception the, the whole playoff None. run? Bifo, do you, you not remember no, no, that cornerback no. that thought the game was over when
5: he I played know against him? He
6: got lucky. He got lucky. Right. He <laughs> lucky. I give you that. But 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 he won. So okay. you gotta pay him.
2: So Dak like, Prescott that is winning.
6: What do you mean he hasn't won? He, what what?
2: He ain't win no playoff. What?
6: what when's the last time he won a playoff He's, game? he's been last to the playoffs. Year. He's,
2: he's, he's right. He's been to the playoffs more times than Tony Romo, I believe. Is that the stat? He's no, one hundred percent. More times than Tony Romo, and they love Tony Romo for some reason.
5: Yeah, you
6: know, you're one hundred percent. I'm not. I'm not even bringing up Tony Romo because I can't make that argument. You see, I didn't even bring that up.
5: You're
6: one hundred percent right when it comes to Tony Romo, and I, and I've been hard. I've been critical on Tony Romo, but the Joe Flacco thing was a timing thing. Right. It, he wasn't this, the best. He, 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 he wasn't worth the money, but he proved, like, what are you going to do? Are you but not But you're proving his in? point,
0: though. <laughs> you're
6: proving my
2: point. It was his time. He was not yeah. that good. He won a Super Bowl on the coattails of statistically, and I used to know all of this because we used to have to prep before shows, that Ravens defense was like a top three defense of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, he just didn't have to lose games for Baltimore during the years that he was up there. You know, he played with Ray Lewis now. Don't, don't forget that. Ed Reed. I, mean, I know right. Terrell Suggs. All of you're, you're talking about Ed Reed, top one or two safeties of all time. They debate between him and, uh, and Ronnie Lott. And, uh, you know. Uh, uh, all the I, up there. No, I just named the linebacker, Ray Lewis. And Ray Lewis. Oh, mm-hmm who mm-hmm. arguably is the greatest linebacker ever to play. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd I argue between him and, and Mike Singletary maybe or some. And you're talking about middle linebackers. So mm-hmm. I, I, just, I, I just remember we having a huge debate about how average Joe Flacco was, but they paid him because it was his time. Now it seems like they always change the rules when it comes to us. Like they hey. move the goalposts when it comes to us. But, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> right. No pun intended. Right. So,
1: I don't know. I don't hey, like hey, look that. look look at what they did with Christian McCaff- McCaffrey. Oh, that man God. got paid with the quickness. Yep. So, yeah. listen, I'm
2: going to go ahead and give McCaffrey, I'm going to go ahead and give McCaffrey some some uh some love. He's much better in the league than I thought he was going to be. Okay. True. True. That yeah. that being said, my whole my old my whole point about McCaffrey was when he got drafted is they drafted him like he was an every-down back, which he didn't mm-hmm. show that in college. No. Um, and third-down backs didn't get drafted as high as McCaffrey got drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's just, it's just you know, different shows for different folks. Um, it's A lot of it's the reporting and how the media, you know, reports the story. You know, the way that they describe, you know, the situation, the story um, – so it's just you know that's that's one of the big things and probably one of the reasons why we're not on radio anymore because we're very good at pointing out you know <laughs> inequities you know we'll point it out in a second and uh, a lot of people don't like that a lot of people don't like when you point things out like that.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No, yeah. So, Ken, think...
6: so so are you on the other side now? So so that should get his bread because I I, I pre- I'm.
4: I don't remember that you being on my side that he wasn't necessarily working i Exactly. I'm, 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 my so ears are open right now because Doug has been spitting this. I've been spitting the same shit you just said, Doug, for the, for the last month.
5: Mm-hmm. Now,
4: the conversation that we debate about mostly on here is his stats to why he probably should or shouldn't get paid. Mm-hmm. But my whole argument has been the underlying foundation is Jared Goff got paid when it was his time. Carson Wentz got paid when it was his time. None of them motherfuckers. Well, Jared Goff went to the Super Bowl but really, we don't give that credit to Jared Goff. Really, we give that right. to the the Sean McVay and Todd Gurley for that year. Well, you but said he
1: was top eight at the at, at the time. He I was said he was top
4: ten, golf. and statistically, he was. Last year, he was he was top okay. ten in the in stats. The only reason why y'all talk about Joe Flacco getting paid is because he had a miracle Eli Manning type year in the playoffs. Outside of that, y'all don't give a damn about Joe Flacco. But mm-hmm. for Dak Prescott, on and off the field. He's shown that he will go above and beyond for the Cowboys. That man is getting paid as much as a CEO at some, probably even less than the CEO at a Fortune 500 company. Yet he's the most, he's the face of the biggest brand in football.
5: Right. 100%. Why are we still?
4: Why is this still an argument? Like he's why, he beat Russell Wilson.
1: Right. We we we. I'm pretty sure collectively everybody on this show agree with the fact that Dak should get his money. Yes. Because. Yes. You no, know, y'all
4: was saying how much he should get. And I said it on I, I think we were really great.
1: debating whether or not he was top ten or not all season long. And he's he's he, he, up on those, huh? He
2: is he, top ten. He, he's definitely top ten. Mm-hmm. I was trying to Thank you, know, you. I'm thinking top five. Top top five. five. Hey, <laughs> he's probably <laughs> five. Wait, wait, he gonna wait, say wait wait I ain't so, so, five. I ain't go to so,
4: four. Wait a minute. wait a
2: minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Name me, name me uh you know, name me. Five quarterbacks better than Dak Prescott. Or four quarterbacks better than Dak Prescott.
0: Russell Wilson.
2: Hold on, Cotter hold on. So, so what I, when I meant when I said that, let me, I guess let me clarify. I'm trying to formulate how, how I want to say this. You know Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, uh, Mahomes. Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes, yeah. Mahomes, that's Aaron three. Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Mm. That, that's it. Okay, give me, give me another name. You're starting to struggle already, and I haven't gotten to five yet. You can't say so, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's he's 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 going down. He's old. But would you but would you rather have Tom he's Brady raised. than Dak Prescott? Would I ra- <laughs> at, at their age right now? I think it at where they are, uh, at where they are in their careers,
1: I'd rather have Dak Prescott. But Dak may be top 10 now, but at the time when we were having this debate, no, the- no, not top 10, top 5. <laughs> top 5. Man, y'all, triangle,
2: yeah, you, you still, y'all, y'all do this every day. Give me, give me another name that you put. We're still trying to get fired. I by. said Drew
1: Brees. I threw Drew Brees
2: in
4: there. Drew Brees, but you got to factor in his age. My thing. Dak Prescott. Drew, that Prescott's gonna play another 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. How much has? How much has Drew Brees' talent? Like, let's let since we talking about Drew Brees, I'm not gonna discredit him. He is a Hall of Fame quarterback. All Ooh. right, cool.
5: But how much
4: – look how much talent he's had on that roster. We talk about Aaron Rodgers uh, being under uh, underachieving with the Green Bay Packers and how great he is. But we – and I think y'all pointed this out to me as far as Drew Brees. He underachieved as well. He's got one of the, He's got one of the best offensive minds and weapons in the league period. I don't yeah. see anybody stopping Michael Thomas. His right. name should be said more about him being a top three receiver in the league.
5: Right.
4: Yet he get he get knocked out by the Vikings like y'all told me. He's gotten uh, – he had to pretty much blame it on the ref last year for that Super Bowl uh, ch- uh, chance to, to go to the Super Bowl that, that year with the, against the Rams. Right. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater was undefeated pretty much his own time when he, when he took over. Like, if you put Dak Prescott with Sean Payton, could he not do the same thing?
3: And, right, hey, du- hey, Doug, I'll put uh, Deshaun Watson over at Dak
2: Prescott. Yep. Okay, so Deshaun Watson, that's number five. Okay, yep. give me four more guys that are better – than Dak Prescott,
6: I take Carson Wentz, even though he's injured.
2: Still out,
5: man. No, Carson, Wentz. Hey, no. Carson Wentz.
2: No. What, what did he do? Last he, year hasn't, now. He, he hasn't done what Dak has done. He hasn't what? won a playoff game. <laughs> point blank, period. So, so I mean, I'm, my point to y'all is, it's very debatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? A lot of guys, will, you know, they might even argue Dak Prescott for his success in making it to the playoffs. They might make an argument for him over Deshaun. Um, at this point, I mean, Deshaun, they I feel I love the guy. What were they up 28 to nothing last last yeah. year? They, uh, mm-hmm.
1: 28 to nothing, where though? You know what I mean, but in, in, a, that in a day. place that Dak wasn't at, right? Mm-hmm. Right, would you, put <laughs> Ryan- hey, 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 Doug,
3: would you put Matt Ryan over uh Dak?
1: Hell no,
2: hell no, mm-hmm. not in it. You see, you guys, here's the thing that and, and everybody does this. Mm-hmm. You have to factor in their ages. Matt Ryan is is got maybe what? Three more years left? Dak mm-hmm. Prescott got ten more years left in the league. So
1: do you at least ten more years left in the league? So you attribute Dak's inability to beat good teams last year to Jason Garrett, mostly? No, I, I attribute
2: it to the fact that uh Zeke Elliott didn't uh What's his name? Zeke Elliott, running back?
5: Yeah. That's yeah. Him.
2: Zeke Elliott seemed like he lost something, like he forgot how to be a running back much of the year last year. And I don't know how much it had to do with the offensive line. Um, the wide receivers were streaky. Um, there's a lot of different it's, it's a it's a team thing more so than a Dak is a bad quarterback. Like, I don't know if you take any other quarterback and replace them on the Dallas Cowboy team if you take Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson and they do that much better than what Dak did. I just don't think that they had that great of a team.
6: But, Doug, let, let, let's look at it the other way, um, especially with the Eagles and all of their injuries last year. You put Dak on that squad. Do they even smell the playoffs? Because I can argue the fact that Dak had a better team than the Eagles did last year due to injury, and they didn't make the
2: playoffs. No, I I don't, I don't know if I can agree with you on that. All I know is, all I know is that Carson. Did you Wentz, watch
6: Carson with well, all them throws down the stretch?
2: <laughs> all, all, all I'll say is Carson was hot at the end of the year, but Carson Wentz can't stay on the field. He can't. Be, be, being able to play is huge. I mean, that's a huge thing. You can't. Yeah. You can't make the club if you're in the tub, as they used to say. Um, <laughs> he was available last year, and Carson Wentz is always in the tub. Dak has been available. Like, what has he missed the game because of injury? I don't think so, right? No, he hasn't. Right, so he's uh he's durable, um, and he's succeeded. I mean, he's taken the Cowboys like they're actually, you know, we're able to talk about the Cowboys now, where before they were a laughing joke, a laughing stock. They've been a laughing stock really for, you know, since the mid '90s, which is crazy. You're talking 25 years. They've been a laughing stock ever since their last Super Bowl, but you know, horrible
4: during the Romo years. I mean, horrible doing everybody's years. I mean, Dak has, has you know. And my, and my thing is people keep on bringing up Carson Wentz's, that MVP, quote-unquote, season that he was having. Like, they don't forget that Dak's rookie year, he went toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers. And if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers being who he is, making that miracle throw, we're talking about Dak being Aaron Rodgers out the gate. Right.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. And, and, and you best believe Aaron Rodgers is one of the best to ever do it. Like I, yeah. I, like he's uh he's underachieved, I think, than what most people thought after they won their first Super Bowl. Like I thought they were going to win several Super Bowls,
5: mm-hmm. but as
2: far as this this term they use these days, arm talent, like I really can't think of anybody that threw or throws the football better than Aaron Rodgers. Like, and there's been a lot of great quarterbacks, obviously, but I mean, Aaron Rodgers is just phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that this year was going to be the year that, that we could really tell who Dak was if he bounced back from that year. Because I would come back, you know, I would expect him to come back with a chip on his shoulder, right? And and the the uh, this pandemic may hurt because he doesn't have a chance to work with some of those guys. But I just expected him to have a really, really good year this year. And I and I would be completely surprised if Dallas wouldn't win. The, wouldn't make the playoffs and win at least one game.
2: And let me say this, man because uh, I don't want y'all to get it twisted I don't necessarily think Dak is the greatest quarterback ever or or he's this phenomenal quarterback my my the, my main point about Dak is at this point in his career and where he's at as far as his contract they have to or, or you know they have to give him the money you I know agree. because they they, they they treat and talk about quarterbacks like they aren't regular football players like Everybody else is a football player. Every other position is a football player. But this quarterback, this is a special category that they're in. And what I'm saying to you guys is based on what they've done on the field, where they got him at in the draft, he's far exceeded their expectations based on where they drafted him. Mm-hmm. You know, team, every team in the league passed over him what? what, what was it? Four fourth times, rounder least, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So at this point, at this stage in a quarterback's career, based on what he's done – He's supposed to get paid. He's supposed to get paid. I think he's more closer to, to top five than top ten. Um, he's durable. I mean, he's not a guy that gets in trouble. You know, he's not always in the newspapers. I mean, pay the guy, man.
1: He said he was – he went nil. He, he, he said all the right things. He said all of the right things. <laughs> and they still won't give him his money. <laughs> this, 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 see, these are the things that I, I, I urge people to kind of pay attention to. Right. You need to pay attention to Zeke and Melvin Gordon and all these other guys that when it's time for running backs to get paid, they, they have to fight to get their money, and sometimes they don't. And McCaffrey <laughs> just get his, you know, just like that. And you got to look at Flacco and, all, and, and Jared Goff right. get paid, and, and Dak is in a fight to get his. These are the things that people need to pay attention to. Right. What's the running back name for Pittsburgh that sat out the whole year?
4: Oh, Le'Veon. Le'Veon Bell. and
2: hey, look here, man. The year before Le'Veon Bell sat out, I thought he was the best back in the league.
3: Yes. A lot of people did. Who Yeah. yeah.
2: Like, like, I have never... Now, listen, your boy played running back from the age of seven to the age of 20. I played one year or I played two years in college, okay? And the way Le'Veon Bell ran that football with the stop and goal... Like, I had never seen no, anybody play, run the ball like that in my life. Like, I still haven't seen anybody run the ball like that. But that boy was bad. And that man had to sit out a whole year. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Christian McCaffrey comes around and, you know, they're, they're beating down his door to give him money. Yeah, okay. I, 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 it's just, you know, it is what it is, man. And Ooh. a lot of it's obvious to me, you know.
1: It's obvious. And that
0: was
2: definitely obvious because Carolina, you know, being a Carolina fan,
0: we we had we needed with Luke retiring, we needed a face of the franchise and it
2: had to be a white person. Right. And what better person than a running back to give it to? So now, listen, they had to like lock said, him yeah. up. Like I said earlier, I mean yeah. he's he's uh he's a bad boy. I I give it to him. He's he's doing much better in the NFL than I thought he would do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean uh, you you just see the the, the differences and the, the the case study of who gets paid and who doesn't, you know? Right.
4: Uh, Doug, I want to ask you a question. You mentioned about how Aaron Rodgers kind of underachieved after his Super Bowl. Do you think Patty Mahomes will be different? Because I feel like a lot of people, and I think even on this show, we've compared him to Aaron Rodgers as far as arm talent. And I think right now he has probably the greatest weaponry. Easily right. top three in the NFL, right? With 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 a decent defense, not even a great defense, right? How far can you see him go? I
2: hey mean, um, as long as Andy Reid's still a coach, um, I mean they could win Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. What they did last year was just it was incredible. And in the in the uh, AFC Championship game against Houston was that the championship game?
4: No, that uh, mm-hmm. I think the the mm-hmm. Titans was the Titans and terrible game?
2: Right, right. So, the so the divisional round. Um, that comeback against against Houston was one of the most unbelievable things I've ever seen in football. You know, outside of you know 28-3 with the Falcons, I don't want to go there. Um, <laughs> but, but but sky's the limit. I, I do think though that Andy Reid being the coach and Andy Reid having the experiences that he's had in the past, um, and, and, and pressure in that situation. You know, I just think it was his time as well.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Like Andy Reid's probably gonna go down as one of the greatest offensive minds ever, and um, you know we'll see, we'll see, man. I think for the next couple of years, I don't think Andy Reid's gonna retire anytime soon. Like they easily should be in the conversation for winning the AFC for the next four, five, six years. Yeah. Easily. Even with Lamar. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be Kansas City and Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Like that might be the AFC championship. <laughs> That might be the AFC right. championship for the next four or five years.
3: Barring you know? no injuries, you know what I'm saying? Bar barring nobody... injuries, right. Right,
2: yes. 100%. Yeah.
1: I just need him to win at least seven Super Bowls so we can stop talking about Tom Brady. <laughs>
2: so you're 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 a Kansas City fan or a Mahomes fan?
1: I'm an uh, anti-Brady fan.
2: Okay, got you. <laughs> I'm with you, bro. I'm with yeah. you. I am too.
4: Yeah. I am so,
5: too. Cheese so so nasties. Not... <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> so you're not impressed with Brady going down the uh... – Tampa Bay and that hoopla with with they're trying to stir up down there. I think they're gonna be eight and eight, bro. Damn, Man, Doug, you 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 saying everything <laughs> I'm thinking about, man. I, I really I'm happy to hear even more on, every man. time you talk,
2: man. It ain't it ain't like we ain't seen this before. Uh, aging quarterback, aging uh, franchise, greatest player quarterback, you know, gets traded or leaves as a free agent to go to another team. And there's all these big expectations. We saw this so many times, Joe Montana. Joe Montana, that was the first yeah. example. <laughs> you know, yeah. Joe Montana. Uh, I mean, the names go on and on and on and on. I can't come up with any, with any right now, but but there's a ton of them that have left their team and fizzled out somewhere else. Um, mm. I think Tampa Bay is cursed, first of all. <laughs> I think they made a deal with the devil to win the Super Bowl when Sapp and the guys were there. Yeah,
3: man. that That's <laughs> yeah. Tony Dungy's team. That was Dungy's <laughs> Super Bowl, man.
2: Right, right. Yeah. So, so I mean, I'm not expecting a lot from Tampa. I mean, they got a pretty good-looking offense, but, I mean, I just think
4: um... – Uh-oh, I can't hear you. Uh, we lost you Can on the me. audio. a little bit. Your mic went
3: out. Mic went – yeah.
4: Okay, you hear me
2: now? Yeah, 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 we got you. We okay, got you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. I think, I think, just you know, uh, I think, I just think structurally, uh, that's a bad organization down there, man. We'll see, we'll see. They got a lot of weapons on offense, uh, defense isn't like you know, you know, the defense that we we remember or accustomed to seeing from those championship Tampa Bay teams. But we'll see. I-, I, I'll call, I'll call Tampa Bay Buccaneers eight and eight right now, seven and nine.
1: I won't be mad at it. Yeah,
2: I think that this, this
0: once again the the pandemic and missing this off season is what's going to hurt him and put him there. I think they they probably they probably won nine games at least, mm-hmm. if not for the pandemic, maybe ten. But okay. once again, he can get no time in there with the boys, so that's going to hurt.
5: Right, right.
6: Before yeah. you disagree? I I think they're better than seventy nine eight and eight mainly because Jameis threw thirty interceptions and they were seventy
5: nine.
6: I don't see Tom Brady throwing. 12 interceptions, 15 interceptions. And I just think with that, with that alone, that should net you one to three games. Um, and then we know the greatness of Tom Brady. I'm not, I'm not a Tom Brady fan at all. Trust me. 28 to three hurts me. I look, I live right downtown. I can see the uh, uh, the damn stadium from my, <clears throat> from my patio. And it's, it's difficult, man. Um, but at the end of the day, I have to acknowledge who he is. And every time we try to count him out, he shows up, obviously last year was i think is a little a little different, but this year he has no excuses. He has an offensive minded head coach, he has his best uh, uh receiving threat ever outside of Randy Moss joining him they have two other receiving threats at the same position they have Mike Evans they have a, like like what else does Tom Brady mean but he's, he's to old. Be successful
5: you, you he, years old.
2: you talk about Tom Brady from five years ago 10 years ago not only Tom Brady you talking about Tom Brady as a younger quarterback but you're talking about Tom Brady on a Patriots team where they had their opponent's playbook mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know they don't have their opponent's playbook now okay Look, all I'm saying is I think it'd be better than 79. <laughs> that's all. They I'm don't saying. Ha-
6: they don't have they, their opponent's no, playbook,
2: eight eight. man. Let's let's see let's no, see how eight. good he plays <laughs> at age 40 without his opponent's playbook and the balls aren't deflated where he can get a good grip and throw it more accurately. Yeah. And and yeah, I want to see the, the division is a lot harder. Too.
6: Would you well, say
5: that's,
0: that's the question on you know, if if they can run the ball uh, with Jones cuz I, I don't know if they can. And that's yep. what's going to hurt more than anything else is them not having yep. a running game because he's not going to throw he's not going to throw uh, thirty five plus touchdowns.
6: How do we know that? I, Has he I, ever I, had a, a better complement of weapons than he does now? And I and I and granted he's older and he was never mobile. It's all about a peer for him. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that he's going to be better than what he was five years ago. Not even insinuating that. I'm just saying if I look at Jameis Winston and I look at Tom Brady, Tom mm. Brady is better than Jameis. And I don't think he's I, gonna make the same mistakes. I don't know. I don't know about
0: that, people. And let me say let me tell you why Jameis even, is even, better. Though, even though I think he, you know, I think I think he's a great quarterback. You know how I, I I feel like he is. I just think that Tom Brady is used to having a slot receiver that can get open. And that's his safety, his safety there. Plus, he has running backs that can catch. That's what he's always depended on. Not the wideouts. He's never had the deep threats. He's always relied on underneath. Except that part all. is what's missing. Right. So
6: that's. So, so do you we, think Gronkowski is not gonna? So you, so you think Gronk is is done? Gronk like is he's trash. not gonna be a factor. Gronk is trash. I, I don't think Gronk, Gronk, Gronk is gonna
4: is, be trash. I don't, I don't think he, you I don't, know that right now.
6: Hold, hold, hold on, Shelton Nick. So 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 what does trash stats look like? And let's put some money on it then.
4: I think Gronk is gonna be bottom twenty tight end. Damn. I think <laughs> oh, I think I think You're Gronk so I think people I think people have been trying to hype up Gronk so bad, like this man ain't missed almost two years of football, partying, drinking, yeah. on game shows and, and shit. Wrestling. Like he about to like Nick, he about Nick. to come back, like he about to come out and beat uh Tony Gonzalez in his prime <laughs> like just cause he with Tom Brady again. Don't nobody
0: you, you, give a, yeah, you nah, might don't, be right, Nick,
4: because because O.J.
0: was better. O.J. was good anyway. They had good tight end, Bray, those they guys,
4: have, they already they, had good I, tight end. I'll even take uh, the other tight end, Brandon Crate. Or whatever Crate his C- name C- Cameron Bray.
1: Cameron, Cameron Bray, Bray yeah. whatever.
4: Yeah. I'll take him over Gronk right now. I'm not trying to – I don't know why the hell they're just bringing these. It reminds me of – because I'm a Knicks fan. It reminds me when the Knicks got uh, Carmelo and, and Joe Kino and Derrick Rose. Like, it was 2010 again. Like it was a decade. Right. Like, nah, this around the time they got him, they were already past their 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 hey, prime. Nick. Hey Nick,
1: hey Nick, I'm not mad at you, man, because I'm mad they brought Gronk in and kicked the brother out. OJ, I, <laughs> I am too.
5: Yeah,
3: yeah, I'm with you too. It I'm is with you. Right because
5: yeah. that man can a
0: play. He was the yeah. future. And he my just thing got is,
4: drafted like what, two, three years ago. Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> he's still on his rookie deal. Yet they bring yeah. in some old. He's a Hall of Famer again. Gronk has he's he's done his time in the league. He's proven that he's a Hall of Famer, but the Gronk now, just like Doug has been saying, we're talking about age that you got to factor in, and not only age—you are literally removed from the game, mentally, physically, emotionally—and just because he's—they trying to blame like, oh, the Patriot system was so harsh that he couldn't have fun, so now he's found his fun again in a oh different city God. in the, the Florida. Excuses, weird yeah. excuses that, that they giving him. And, and we saw. Stand- Right. Rock is <laughs> going to be ass. I'm going to let you know right now. I, I'll be surprised if he starts. And we saw so talk Jason Witten. Oh, he's going to start because they want him yeah, to. Yeah, Jason Witten
1: come back and struggle. I'm talking
4: about, like, he's the starter for the season. He,
1: he's a goal line, he, line weapon, though. We know they're going to use him at the goal line. He is.
0: But who's who's the who's the Julian Edelman of this team? Who is the Amendola? You know what I'm saying? The James White. These players is what he's missing. They, they don't have that. So, you know, yeah, he got the top, over-the-top guys. And he got those, you know, the Mike Evans and, and those dudes—they tough, but that's not his game. So we got to see if he can adjust his game to the new, the new regime that he has. And like I said,
4: I, I don't know yet. I have to the, see it. The last time I seen, I saw Tom Brady try to push the ball down the field. It was a pick six. All right, so I, <laughs> I'm not. That's why, like, FIFA, I agree that he won't throw as many as thirty because that because he would rather run the ball. But I'm not thinking – this is not going to be like the Patriots with Randy Moss, so I think, how people are thinking. Like, it ain't going to be like we breaking records Peyton Manning style. And, 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 and I'm like, not saying that.
2: And like uh, like I was saying earlier, I mean, he's old, man. Like, um, I'm, I'm thinking of a couple more now. Outside of Peyton – and even when Peyton went to the Broncos. <laughs> yeah. The Broncos didn't win that Super Bowl because of Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. They won that Super Bowl despite Peyton Manning. I mean right. – Donovan McNabb went somewhere else at the end of his career. Um, Brett Favre. Brett Favre is another one. So, I mean, these guys don't have success historically when they leave their team to go play for someone else at the very end. I mean, I just can't think of anyone that outside of Peyton winning the Super Bowl because of a great defense. defense, just like, you know, in Baltimore with Flacco. I can't really think of anybody that's gone at this point in their career when they've been declining. If you looked at the numbers that that uh, Brady had last year, and they'll blame everything else before they blame Brady. Uh, it's the receivers. They didn't have, you know, good linemen or whatever. But his numbers have been declining over the last couple of years. So we'll see, man. I
3: think Barb, a- I think he got to the NFC with Minnesota when he went to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. NFC time. Yeah. That's, that's about the only thing I that can
4: was bound to get here. That was Bounty Gate year. That's what that was
3: that was Bonnie that year. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Okay, but when he went to the they, Jets, he sucked. <laughs> when when <Fire laughs> went to the Jets, it was whack. It was a rat. It was a rat.
4: Yeah, for me with Brady, it's it's about. I always talk about division as well. Like he's not in the AFC East easy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like he's he's in a division where they have pass rushers. They got their their offenses are just as powerful as you are. You know, like. Their coaches are just as good as your coach, if not better. You're not going to be dealing with the Dolphins, the Jets, and, you know, the Bills. Right. You're going to be dealing with –
2: You get four easy games every year, Dolphins and Jets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you
4: get an easy buy in the playoffs. He's not getting that this year. So, i see eight and eight as well. Maybe nine and seven, but I don't don't think they're going to be lighting up. I think they're going to be more of a disappointment.
2: Yeah, I'd love to come back on after the season with you guys and we – we oh, we, to welcome to we, man. We, we, we recap this conversation.
3: Yeah,
1: you're welcome to. And see who was right and who was wrong. So <laughs> Yo, yeah, you're welcome back anytime, brother. I oh, appreciate yeah. it, man. Mm.
5: Yeah, yeah Nick,
4: Nick. Do you guys? Do uh, you got time for talk some uh, NBA? Yeah, a little bit. All right. Um, well, what is, what are your thoughts on them coming back in the format they're using the 22 team thing?
2: I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, this is a, this is a unique situation. I mean, it's as simple as that. And this, it's just they're just trying to make uh, the best out of a bad situation, I guess. So 22 teams, I'm fine with that. Uh, I actually think it'd be an incredible accomplishment if, uh, you know, whoever wins the championship. Uh, in particular, like one of the higher seeds, Because, like, and this isn't an original thought. I saw somebody say this on TV the other day, but it makes sense. Like, if the Lakers win it this year, and I'm a Laker fan, I think most of y'all know I'm a Laker fan. (laughs) But if the the Lakers win it this year, man, they're going to have to do it basically in a neutral site. Like, they would have had home court advantage throughout the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Okay? Which would have been huge. Okay? So, if they win it this year, in effect, on a neutral site, no fans – you know, no home court advantage. I just think that's an incredible accomplishment. It's going to be interesting to see because it's going to look like a pickup game with no fans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're wearing their their team uniforms, but it's going to look and feel like a pickup game, which which we watch pickup games. I mean, most of us grew up watching pickup games, and we didn't think it was bad. We just thought there was nobody out there. We was watching a pickup game. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to watch, man. Um, I'm happy. Because uh you know, I want to see basketball, but the other part of this man is I, I i just I just don't see how, and I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I don't see how it's gonna it's gonna work like because I just don't see how one person is gonna test positive for this coronavirus i, I just don't see how, like mm-hmm. based on what we've seen out of this virus and how we really don't know how it's contracted or passed on um You know, the whole thing with Rudy Gobert in Utah, when that thing happened that night, I was watching the game. Most of y'all probably were, too. Um, When that whole thing happened, and it was a domino effect, like, they shut the league down, like,
5: Mm -hmm. 24 hours.
2: Yeah. 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 So I just don't see how guys, you know, uh, guard each other, sweating, how somebody is not going to, you know, contract the virus and, and then they're going to have to probably shut it down again. I hope that doesn't happen. Maybe maybe this thing they they've got a better understanding of how this thing passes from uh, one person to another, but I I just don't see it right now. Hopefully I'm wrong. I keep saying that. I know, but like I just I just don't see how it's going to happen, man.
3: Right. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm I've always been, you know, I they they know. I've been saying like I've always been like just scratch scrap the season. Let's just come back fresh um i'm i'm worried i'm more so worried you make a good point doug about the you know about the uh covet you know people getting tested positive for it but i'm worried about like the the quality of play like what if the players are not in the best of shape to be you know i don't think we're gonna get some good basketball right away
2: well they 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 all gonna be in bad shape then yeah it's not like it's not like some of them have been playing and some haven't right um and you brought up a point just now. Like, what happens if a star player contracts a virus? Like, God forbid LeBron, LeBron catch the virus, <laughs> Right.
5: you know? Right.
2: If, if LeBron catches the virus, then it's a wrap. It's a wrap. They shut
3: everything down. They it's shut a everything. wrap.
2: They yeah. shut everything down because, like, or, or what if uh, Dame Lillard catches it and, the, and the, the the Trailblazers are playing good, they make you know, another round or, or maybe the third round or whatever. And, or maybe Zion Williamson, you know, they're winning. They just, you know, right. they're advancing in the playoffs, but then he contracts the virus. Like, that's not going to be cool, you right. know? Right. I'm, I'm more afraid of injury,
0: though. Being out this long and coming back. Well, that's, that's, that's definitely right. Right. Yeah. That's And like we said, they're not going to be in the best of shape. Now is the time you see ACLs go and stuff like that. That's my fear 100%. is that we lose out, not you know, on all next year from somebody that we love when it could have just been started fresh next year.
2: That's 100% accurate. I mean, mm-hmm. injuries yeah. happen when you when you have the long layoffs.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, you I think, think it's a good time for experimentation, which is w- what they're doing. Um, you know, and, and it'll be interesting to see. I was on YouTube today watching Miami versus OKC, that 2012 finals, I think. And... I had a different thought about them playing without crowds because I think it it was game – they were up 3-1. So, yeah, it was game five. And that crowd went crazy when Miami went nuts in the third quarter. And I was like, man, that is going to be missed. Hearing the roar of the crowd, seeing the players just get so caught up in that. And I think V Four Shelton, one of you guys pointed that out a while back when we were talking about it. And yeah, it'd be cool seeing the you know the the pickup version of basketball, but that crowd has such a extra element to it that it's going to be interesting watching how all of this play out moving forward. Yeah, yeah.
6: Yeah, Ken, it's the momentum. I, I think I think, you know, being a basketball player, not saying that 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 the crowd can make like get you a win or a loss, but it helps. Like when if you're down by six and all of a sudden you get an eight over and now you're up two, you could take that two point lead into a ten point lead because of the crowd, and that's really what what we're gonna be missing. Um, so I, I I don't know uh, to to Doug's point, I watch you know all types of basketball on YouTube. You know, say I watch AU, I watch high school, I watch pickup games, I watch when they play in the summer. So to me, ba- I'm just a basketball fanatic. It doesn't matter. The, the, the type of basketball. I'm going to watch it. And I think we're going to get good basketball. But I don't know, man. I think some players really rely on that momentum, that crowd. They make a big play. They, they, the juices start flowing just a little bit more. Sometimes you have a little bit extra in the tank that you just can't reach deep down and get yourself. You you need that help to to get it, and I just don't know like certain players that are going to be able to go and do that. You know what I'm saying? The LeBrons, the ADs, the Kawhi, the top tier guys—they don't need that. You know say I think sometimes the crowd can help them, but there's like like a JR Smith, even though I, he's not in the playoffs. But guys like that—they need the crowd. He needs to make a shot, and everybody go ooh, and then it gets it going. You know, so I I'm, I'm very interested to see how this thing plays out. But unlike B. I feel like there has to be a finality to the to the end of the season. Like we can't just leave it wide open like this. So so, so like so we're just gonna say the the 2019, 2020 season is just like who like just nothing. Nah, I I just I can't yeah. see from a tradition standpoint not to have a champion somebody else some way.
0: But it's gonna be an asterisk anyway. Like like it's, it's not, still not, not. Yeah, it's still not.
6: It ain't right. It you ain't know? the same Shelton, but it, but. It's, it, 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 it,
2: It's not going to be an asterisk. It's not going to be an asterisk, bro. It's not. (laughs) And I I guess I'm saying this, the fan of me is saying this, because, uh, you know, uh, I want to see the Lakers win it. And if LeBron and the Lakers win it, they are not going to, you know, dismiss or belittle a championship that LeBron James has. Because the media, first of all, they love LeBron. And that'll just be fuel for the fire for this debate between him and Jordan or or whatever um so yeah definitely if LeBron wins it they're not gonna they're not gonna downgrade it they're just not gonna do it because it's political I mean that's gonna be a political
1: thing man especially if you got a COVID game come out there
5: <laughs> <laughs> right right right
4: you said, <laughs> instead of the flu game COVID <laughs> right 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 <laughs> Doug you talk. I mean, I, at first I thought we was cool, but then when you say you're a Lakers fan, you lost some cool points. But
2: um, I've been a I've been, been a Laker fan, I'm sure. Before you were
4: born, what year were you born? Uh, I don't even want to say because I'm sure you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but I was wondering you, to get your thoughts on who's coming out the East since you think the Lakers are coming out the West.
1: We'll be back after this quick break,
2: man. Um, I mean, I'm not I'm not even well. Who's in the top five seeds? I don't have even been. Paying attention, man.
4: Well, number one seed is the the Bucks.
2: Oh well, uh, yeah, well, there you go, there we go. You don't have to go any further.
5: Yeah. It's, gonna be,
2: <laughs> it's gonna be the Bucks. I mean, uh, and really, they're the team that I probably think that uh, that that could that could win it all. I mean, because they have got a little bit of experience under their belt right now. Um, they have, at the end of the day, one of the greatest players that's probably ever played the game. Okay, in hmm. uh, Giannis. So. I mean, you don't have to go any further with that at all. I would love to see I would love to see Zion in New Orleans, uh, you know, advance a couple of rounds, make this thing interesting because he's just phenomenal. I love watching that kid play. But then also, mm. man, I, I root for Lonzo Ball. I'm probably one of the only people in the world that root for Lonzo no. Ball.
5: <laughs>
2: I do. I do. I think Lonzo got a bad rap in L.A.
4: Yeah, Yeah. the rap was the fact that he was bad.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He was was young. We're not going to get into it. Lonzo Ball's a very good basketball player that's going to get even better in the years to come. How about
6: you? You know, you know what, Nick? Doug said that he thinks that the Milwaukee Bucks are going to make it out the East. And I know we had a question in our group chat about, you know, um, advantages or disadvantages of not having the crowd. I think that that works in the Bucks' favor for a couple of reasons. Number one, the Bucks are one of those teams that get really close, but they can't necessarily overcome, right? Like they can't get over the hump. And I think that not having that pressure of that crowd and expectations because it's a neutral site mm-hmm. helps them in their favor, and also the type of offensive system that they run uh, with Coach Bud. That thing, that thing is 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 made for practice. It's made for pickup ball. It's made for emotionless basketball. And I think that the bugs do have an advantage by not having a home crowd and playing on a neutral site. Hey, hey,
0: you sleeping on my sixes, though, man. I, I'm telling you. Them them boys getting healthy. They're too
6: dysfunctional, man. Yeah, they are. They yeah. they're really
2: dysfunctional. I've, I've been I and I love them. But the, this I don't, layoff to the Sixers, bro. This
0: layoff has, has benefited them probably more than anybody else because they got healthy with Ben. They got healthy with Joel and B. And it's 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 they're
6: streaky. So what better time than now to go on the street? Mm-hmm. Shelton. Yeah. You you know what needs to be streaky? Ben Simmons jumper. And until that thing gets some, somewhere, some semblance of, of it going in from 15-plus, they don't have an opportunity to win the championship. It's he, all on Ben Simmons. He's been working on it during COVID. So <laughs> he worked on it on, in the summer. And I really right. thought he was going to come into the league, and not being, you know, Steph Curry or Clay Thompson and all like that, but I definitely thought that he had enough confidence to take the shots that were yeah. given. He hasn't done it. So why, why is he going to do it now? That's true. Yeah,
4: no, I, I've been no, trying no, to tell no, y'all for, for the last no, couple of years that I don't believe in the Sixers. As much talent as they got, it seems like the leadership that they have isn't what the leadership they want. I think the Sixers really want Ben Simmons to take over as a, the leadership role. But they but everybody who has eyes can see he's not the best player, and that's usually who that defaults to. And I think Philly, they like Joel Embiid. They, they may even love him, but as far as what he represents – that style of basketball I think everybody wants to have the point like like they treated Ben Simmons coming to the league like he was going to be the mix between Magic Johnson and LeBron James like that's what they wanted yeah. him to be like and and they wanted to push him in front of the NBA as such to take over those roles but but is he not yeah I'm, I'm just saying let, let,
6: let, 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 let's be honest because Magic came into the league he had no jump shot whatsoever at all just was he like afraid this. to shoot. was he afraid to shoot? He wasn't afraid to shoot I give you that he wasn't afraid to shoot, but he couldn't make a damn thing. You know what I'm saying? I think hey that's man, the only difference.
2: Ben 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 Simmons ain't no magic Johnson, bro.
6: No, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's magic I mean,
2: r- r- Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, but, you sound but, like you're saying that he's magic. What, 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 you know what I'm saying? And I'm and um, I'm sure, I'm sure you wouldn't around when Magic was playing. No,
6: nah, but I watched the tail end of Magic. Uh, I, hey, look, I'm a lot older than I look. I just got good genes. My parents hooked me up. They hooked me
5: up. Right, hooked me up.
6: But um, but no, nah, I'm not saying that Ben Simmons is Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson is the greatest uh, greatest point guard to ever play the game. It's not even close. Right. Um, ben Simmons is not Zeke. that. But Isaiah. Yeah, whatever, Detroit. Number two, number um, two. But, but what Ben Simmons brings to the game is a lot like Magic Johnson. In terms of the same, size, the vision, the, yeah, right, right. the unselfishness. Right. And then he has that obviously with LeBron. And the reason why we compare him to LeBron is because of the athletic ability that Magic didn't have. you know. But but, but he's literally, to me, in the middle of them and doesn't have necessarily the best qualities of either of them. Because both Magic and LeBron were natural born leaders. Mm-hmm. They, 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 even though they couldn't shoot, they weren't necessarily scared to take the shots.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Ben is scared to take the shots. So I know that that's internal, and I know that that is a lot of confidence that he has to build up. And I think that he has the the, the foundation in the game to be their best player, but he's not their best player right now. He's a jump shot away, literally. And, and, and somebody that I, I compare him to, and I think that his progression should follow, is Tony Parker. Tony Parker lived in the lane when he first got into the league. Obviously, different type of players. Tony Parker was super quick or whatever. But one year, I want to say it was either second or third year, he led the league in and point- paint points. Or for guards. Not overall, mm-hmm. but for guards. Mm-hmm. And I think that Tony's game expanded once he got that 15-footer. Because now you can't stop it.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Oh, you want to sag off? Okay, boom, I'm going to hit this jumper all day in your face. You want to get on me? I'm going to use that spin move and get, you know what I'm saying? Put that 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 French-English on there. You know what I'm saying? Just for you. And I think Ben Simmons has a similar game that he wants to attack the paint. Obviously, Joel Embiid is down there, but once he gets that fifteen footer, how do you stop it? But he doesn't have it yet. So Shelton, to your point, I'm not sleeping on the Sixers. I'm just sleeping on Ben's jumper, bro. Like, 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 really. That's the that's the major thing outside outside of um. I'm out on the coach too. What's his name? Uh, Brett Brown. Uh, Brett Brett Brown. Yeah, and you know I've been I've been a big proponent of Brett Brown. But the time is up. The jig is up. He got to go. Ben Simmons got to get a jumper. And then then we could reevaluate where the 76ers are.
4: By that time, he already traded. <laughs> <laughs> In my opinion. And, and where the Knicks going to be? Okay, yeah. Why? Well, all right. Okay. So you got to sit on my team to
6: make your point feel better? No, nah, my, nah, my, my, point, my point is amazing by itself. I'm just saying, like, you over here, like, like 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 your team is doing something. I, I, you better tell you drive for
4: I'm telling you, I know what function looks like. I'm a Knicks fan, so I'm so, I, I so when I was telling y'all this two years ago, when I was saying this shit ain't gonna work, and y'all was like, "Bro, how can you not see it with this talent?" I'm like, "Bro, that it's in the locker room. It's in the it's in the, it's between the ears.
5: Right. It's a lot
4: of stuff that's going on that we are just now finding out about the Sixers, and that's not even until we get to the executive level or even the coaching staff. So I don't know. I want to
1: go back to. So did and I, I think I missed it, so did they really rig the playoffs so Zion can play in 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 this
4: thing pretty much they uh they they basically disrespected the Grizzlies it is they good, yeah, business. They, they good business the Grizzlies had like i think the the biggest wide gap before the eighth seed as far as three games over portland New Orleans, and I forgot the last other team, but they really should have the AC and it shouldn't really be a, a discussion. But yeah, because when,
3: when the NBA stopped, they were the AC. And... Yeah, Wait, exactly. so the
4: Grizzlies are not in it? They're in it, but they're in it just like it, they have the same amount of opportunity to get in just like the, the Blazers or even the Pelicans, yeah. which they really shouldn't because they won more games.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah, how does that work? I'm, that, that don't make sense. They're, they're
4: doing it by percentages, I think. Like Doug said, wow. it's just good for business.
6: And, yeah. and, and how, how often do I come on Dennis sports and say – the best thing for any young basketball player is to play in the playoffs, And obviously this, this, this is a different type of playoffs because I think for young players, they need that pressure and that stress of that, um, that crowd and that momentum um, to really be able to maybe not that particular playoff series or that year, but the next year to learn from it. But at the end of the day, it is good for – look, anything that Zion is a part of is good for business. Yep. And
5: that's
4: what they did, but business at the expense— but at the expense of John Morant. John
5: Morant, yes, it. yeah,
2: for yeah. business, yes.
5: Nobody, but that's messed
2: up, though. Nobody, no, I'm, mean, I'm not saying it's not messed up, but nobody wants to see the Grizzlies, man. Just like nobody wants to see the Browns. <laughs> nobody wants to see the Padres. Nobody wants to see the San Diego Padres. Nobody yeah. wants to see the Grizzlies, man. And Ja, I mean, obviously, I'm from South Carolina, so Ja and. uh and Zion from from the crib so but the Grizzlies just have a bad brand yeah and it's going it's gonna take a minute for uh for Ja to turn that whole sentiment around
5: because yeah. mm-hmm.
6: they're still synonymous with with the grindhouse they still haven't necessarily shed that persona as an organization and obviously I think Ja did an amazing job this year to steer them to the future but I, I agree with that. It's, 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 it's going to take another good draft pick or yeah. a free agent that they bring and then Ja just taking over that franchise. It's not and there I, yet.
1: And I think Ja was doing a good job. Like, he got a lot of attention and publicity from ESPN and social media um, when he was playing. So uh, it's, it's almost there because he's like box office. Like, you want to watch him.
5: Because yeah. he's,
1: yeah. he's always going to give you a highlight. He's going to do something. So he's a good starting point, people, to break away from that whole grindhouse mentality and persona that that they had. They just need, like you said, that other guy. And they got a um, – is Jaren the Jackson there? Yeah, yep. Jaren yeah. yep. A couple of pieces. But but John Maybe. is – you know, he's the electricity. He's the energy. He's the one that's going to keep, keep people coming back to have people talking about the Grizzlies. And that's
4: what they need. Yeah. I agree Doug I wanted to again about the the Laker thing so the Clippers are an afterthought to you like the Clippers <laughs> Bro.
3: Yeah, hey, 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 hey Doug Nick, Nick is a Clippers he a Clippers fan this season
5: <laughs> oh <laughs> that's messed I'm going... up B <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm, <Really>? rolling a... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with Kawhi this year
2: are, are you saying are you saying you know do the Clippers have a chance to win it this year? Do they,
4: do they scare you as a Lakers fan?
2: Oh, yeah, they definitely scare me. I, th- I thought you were saying just in prominence. I don't know. No, uh, I, mean, I, I, didn't, like, I didn't know what you were saying. Like, no, no, I mean, like,
4: I mean, as far as, like, because you, you I, as a Lakers fan, of course, you think the Lakers are going to make it out, and they actually do have a good chance of doing that. But the Clippers are stacked. Yeah. And they come from the same city, too. So, even if the playoffs were to be, like, how it normally is, yeah. they would be at home as well.
2: Yeah, I mean um, – Man, I, and I've been saying this all year um, when I was doing my show more frequently, but uh, I just don't see how Anthony Davis and LeBron James don't win a championship this year. Like, I mean, two of the top three, four players in the game. Um, I mean, and once again, I'm, I, it's, it's, it's hope more so than, you know, me, you know, really believing that they're going to just walk through the playoffs. The Clippers are stacked. I mean, Kawhi's proven to be the real deal, which which I'm shocked at the fact of how good he ha- has been in the uh, in the league, man. I, I never thought Kawhi Leonard would be this good, but he is that good. Yeah. So we'll see.
1: They can't play so them Nick, all, Nick. So, Nick do, that you many
2: the
6: Nick, do you have the Clippers beating the Lakers?
4: I have the Clippers beating the Lakers, yes. I have the Clippers making it out the West. Um, because, before, because of depth? Yeah, because of depth and leadership. Like, I think as Kawhi as your leader and as Doc Rivers also in the – Kawhi dog,
2: as your leader?
4: <laughs> i never heard him talk till last year. How can Kawhi be a leader? He doesn't talk. Hey, some – hey. He, he like, believes by example. I was going to say he <laughs> believe, he, he leads by the millennial saying, say less. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> say less. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Like, you, you, his accents speak louder than his words. I mean, he was a leader for that Toronto team, no question. Uh, okay. So, to me, the, the squad he has now is better than that Toronto squad.
1: Pat Bev said he, he not playing. What they going to do without Pat Bev? Ain't he the LeBron stopper? <laughs> he going to play.
4: <laughs> he
1: definitely going to play.
4: If, 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 if Dame is walking back his comments, Pat Bev is going to walk back here.
6: Okay. Wow. B, let me ask you something. NBA playoffs are, are about what?
3: Matchups and coaching.
6: And, and, and Nick, you're going to sit there and fix your mouth to say – going to fix your mouth to say that the Clippers have a matchup for one AD. And then for two – nobody got a matchup for LeBron. Like Kawhi can do whatever the hell he want to do, but he ain't shutting LeBron down. LeBron's still going to do what he want to do. We saw that. We've seen that for LeBron's entire career. I just, I give you that the Clippers have more depth. We know that. We know that 100%. They look like, like, like them early uh, Golden State Warriors team. They, they go two damn near three deep every position. I give you that. However, what are you going to do with AD? And we've seen it now in the regular season. What are you going to do with AD? But, but, I, I,
0: let me, let me step in for you, Nick, on this real quick. Like, like Nick said, I think these playoffs are a little different than most because I think the depth is going to help them more this year than any other year because, one, these people ain't fresh. So you're looking at – I mean, they're fresh, but they're still not going to have the basketball win to go right away. So being able to go too deep, that's going, that's going to play into their to their advantage. Plus, yeah, you're going to lose those two matchups pretty much in any game that they play. But they've proven that as long as you win those other three and you kind of hold your own a little bit in them too. You can beat them, so they're beatable. If anybody can beat them, it is going to be this that team, that Clippers team. And, so
5: and
4: to go back to, to go back to Doug's point earlier, availability is key. Ken was joking about AD the other, what a few months ago or last year, talking about he's glass, Mr. Glass. He should have been in that M Night Shyamalan movie because he always hurt. So when you're talking about depth, uh, FIFO outside of AD and LeBron, if AD goes down, it's a wrap. The you know what I'm saying, and, and and if he's already shown that. LeBron why, has why, had, why, had, why would you even br- say something like that? <laughs> because LeBron, 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 LeBron has already demonstrated or, or vocalized. There was some article that came out that he's been in 80s ear, like fight through the pain. Like 80s been nicked, uh, nicked and tucked this whole season, yeah, and he's just been playing through it. I mean, what you're saying is 100 percent true, but why would you put
2: that out in the atmosphere like
4: that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. And Paul George,
1: I, you had like Paul George isn't brittle. You had like a hmm. uh, uh, playoff P is it, a real thing. <laughs>
4: I, but I, and, and, Kim, my rebuttal to that would be, if okay, if Paul George and AD are off, let's say both of them got injured and they're both off their teams, what team still has the better chance of winning the series? The Clippers, because, again, of the depth. And then now we're talking about not only as an AD before when the season was going on, maybe questioning his health, but during this coronavirus, during uh, the time off, has he been really working out as hard? Everybody had
1: time off. I don't trust any of them other dudes on the Clippers in the playoffs. Well, honey, it, it, especially Paul George. And you trust AD? Especially,
4: you trust AD in the yes. playoffs more than Why? Paul George. What What is he showing in the Paul playoffs George. that makes you trust him? What, is he what has the playoffs Paul George, you George trust done? FIFO? tell me. What has Paul George? Jo- you know, this is what Paul George. I'm remember. not talking about this Paul George. Right I'm not, I'm talking about AD. What has I hey, asked look. you a question? What has AD done in the playoffs that made you think that he can more be like Paul this? George. Like whatever. It is. Hey, look, I,
2: First of all, he's playing for the Lakers now.
4: That's <laughs> hey, hey I'll I say this.
0: Uh, as long as are they changing these games from four quarters to three, because if not, we don't know what 80 going to be. <laughs> if it was a three quarter game, <laughs> it will be a conversation. But that man ain't played the fourth quarter all year.
5: Uh, so,
4: the one, what is the average in the fourth quarter? Like less than five points? It was Before less than, than five you bring that stat yeah. to us one time? Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Like, I, again, what has he done to show me that he can get over, the Lakers over the hump that LeBron needs him to get him over there? Like,
6: Let me ask you something, Nick, and be 100% honest with me, bro. Be 100% honest with me. If we were both general managers or NBA owners and I told you, hey, I want Paul George, I'm going to give you A-D. You You're not going to make that move? Stop thinking about it. It, it cut his, <laughs> cut his, cut his, <laughs> his uh,
5: camera off
4: because you you being mad disrespectful right now. Come but on, but you Nick. you you're talking about the player. It, itself I'm talking about player the players player, pro- straight up. I'm talking about the player's production all, as as a leader but, of a but team. But who's like, a
6: better player though, Nick? Who's a better player? I want to hear roll off your, <laughs> your African tongue <laughs> yeah, because,
4: I, I, I need you to admit it. Hey. I will. A.D. is the better player between him and Paul George. That's fine. But, again, I ask you, what has A.D. done in the playoffs that has shown you that he can help take this team for the Lakers, help be LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Kyrie Irving of that elk to push him over the hump? Because because we've seen some of the uh, other castmates of we, LeBron we, We've seen with what? And without him. We've seen him win with LeBron and with and without LeBron. Not oh, all without we LeBron seen
1: on the Clippers. We've just seen uh, Kawhi. We have we we haven't seen playoff P <laughs> at all. But, but you but but we're acting Re- like. Remember, have- Nick. What what did I say on this show? I thought I thought Paul George deliberately threw that game to get out of OKC. I thought he was missing those shots on purpose. He was that bad.
4: But we acting like he wasn't. He wasn't somebody in Indiana. Like he wasn't doing. Like, if you're gonna talk about Paul George's playoff career, talk about his whole career. Talk about everything. Okay, okay, but so now we're picking and choosing what days we want to talk about. No, we're picking and choosing
1: the last couple of years that of
4: of evidence that we have. And the only and we're not going back to
1: to and and we're not going all the way back to when Paul George used to get his ass whooped by LeBron James.
4: Okay, so then don't don't yell at me when I bring up AD's passing the playoffs too, where he I'm just went, saying if it they, they cancel each other. You still up with LeBron and Kawhi. If it wasn't for Rondo, AD wouldn't get out the first round. And that says something about me to me about you as a player, as a star. You can
1: say the same thing about Paul George. They're they're equal. They cancel each other out.
4: But but right. AD has advanced further in the last couple of years than Paul George has. Back? I was waiting for I was waiting for this year's playoffs to see that, and I and I hope we can see we, that. You don't have to wait. You can just go look at go to Basketball Reference
5: and just click on <laughs> so
4: You can see it. What you wait for? I'm waiting for I'm waiting <laughs> for this year. If if the Lakers if the Lakers don't make the Western Conference Final this year, it, don't ever bring up AD to me ever again.
5: <laughs>
4: Point blank, period. Because the expectation, Doug, I, Doug is speaking for Laker Nation. They want a title this year. Kobe yeah, we, passed away this year. Winning yeah, a gotta, title this year for the Lakers will be huge.
2: Yeah, we got to get a title. Like if they yeah, don't win a title this huge. year,
4: when, when are they, they going to win a title? LeBron. Ain't I mean, I no mean if,
2: if we don't win it this year, we're going to win it next year. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got we got we got we got a three year window with LeBron next year and the year after.
5: Yeah. I see the league
4: getting harder. As the longer LeBron stays, I know he's trying to wait out for his son. But the, the longer he stays in, I don't see the league the league getting easier. Nah, nah, we'll see though.
2: Uh, the team is going to be Anthony Davis's team. You know that's why I'm kind of happy about. You know, I was mad. I actually, and I said it earlier about Lonzo. Um, I hate how they broke up the team because I thought they had a nice nucleus that we're going to build over years, mm. and I felt that they had a better future. They had more years yeah. of success than the short amount of years they're going to have the success with LeBron. But mm-hmm. when they got Anthony Davis as part of the deal. I was like, okay, well, LeBron's done. We can we can start over and build around Anthony Davis for another five, six, seven, eight years. And, uh, you know, I'm okay with it now.
1: Yeah, especially with the way Brandon Agram has played this year and mm-hmm. Lazo Ball the last month or so. Yeah. It was balling. Yeah.
5: The la- yeah. Yeah. yeah, Lonzo
4: has been balling all year though.
5: Yeah. He hasn't been balling all year. Stop it. Yeah,
4: people. chill out. Yeah, chill out all that. You always trying to take it too far, man. <laughs> oh, he got wow.
1: benched at the beginning of the that, year. That young that man coaching. is right.
2: That young man is right. Lonzo's been balling all year long.
6: All year. That that was coaching. And I and I and I told y'all that about Luke Walton when he was with the Lakers. It 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 wasn't all Lonzo's. It wasn't all Lonzo's fault, and I'm not absolving him of anything because he had to grow and progress and work on his game, and we've seen that. The reason why he got benched early on was because Lonzo wasn't as aggressive. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I don't, I don't think that that was purely on Lonzo. Look, when you have when you have a, a a a player, especially a point guard like Lonzo Ball, as a coach, you gotta push him and you got to push him, and you got to instill confidence in him. Benching him ain't going to do that. It's not going to motivate him. Now, obviously, it worked out for the better, but it's because I believed in Lonzo, and I think the talent prevailed, and it's only going to prevail. And then you're talking about arguably going to be one of the best dynamic duels between him and Zion. You, we already see these guys throwing three-quarter court lobs. They just got on the court together. What do you think What's going to happen after a couple of years? Man, that's going to be one of the best duels that we've ever seen. Yeah.
1: Hey, so if they're in the playoffs, that means J.J. Reddick's streak is still alive, right? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. his
3: playoff streak. that he That he gave warning to Zion, like, hey, don't make me miss the playoffs. Keep my streak right. going.
1: <laughs> what, what you call that, Nick? That white man's luck? Yeah, I told you, man. <laughs> right.
4: Hey, white man's luck never fails. <laughs> J.J. got the, the one of the best interviews of the year and he about to get in the playoffs on some fluke shit.
1: Wow. Wow.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Right,
4: Did that, uh, nah, I think that was it for me.
1: All right, we got a message uh, from the chat from Adam. Oh, man, I don't even want to try to say this last name, but I'm going I'm to I'm give it a shot. Mwangala, uh, who said that two live stews was the best sports show growing up on ESPN, so y'all need to bring it back. So
5: yeah. don't look, don't
1: don't look like that's gonna happen, bro. But thank you, man. <laughs> man it definitely doesn't look like that's gonna happen.
3: That's crazy.
1: So, man, yeah, yeah we we uh, what what was that? I was
0: just asking, y'all been working on anything?
2: Nah, not really. Ryan's Ryan's he's he's a a, a semi pro golfer. <laughs> <laughs> he he plays golf every uh, every day. Matter of fact, he's not even in Atlanta anymore. He moved to Columbus. Oh wow okay. with his family uh his wife got a job as a principal down there and uh they've been gone a little bit over a year now uh so yeah man it's it's a wrap for that it's it's a wrap we had a good time we had a good run how they say we had, we had yeah. a good run
3: yeah y'all did man y'all really yes, did
2: sir. yeah and like and, I, and that's where I kind of think of it after the fact after 5 years of waiting for a phone call it's like you know at some point they even canceled good times you know they cancel. Yeah. They cancel Martin after after a certain point. Yeah. yeah.
5: yeah.
2: <laughs> Did you ever think in a million years Martin would get canceled?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> when
2: they were on top. Yeah.
1: So I mean, we had a great run. it's by. just crazy to me because, like, now is the perfect time. I don't know. It's just it like is,
5: it so that's is.
1: that's all people are doing. That first take and all these other shows. I mean, yeah. I mean they, but yeah, politics. I get very, it. Very political, man. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, anyway, we appreciate you coming through, hanging out with us tonight, man. For man. real, no problem,
2: bro. If I uh, yes, sir. if I don't have anything going on, you know, especially for the bros, you know, I I can come on. Yeah, I, yeah.
5: I, yeah. I, we, you're we, more we than actually,
2: welcome to come on. We act we actually got paid to do this, but I mean, we did this like I said for free. You know, before we started doing radio, so man, mm-hmm. thank y'all for having me on, bro. And I appreciate it. y'all. Y'all keep pushing, man, and uh, you know, just keep it genuine and. And do your thing, you know?
5: Yeah. Appreciate, Appreciate
4: it. Man. You, man. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Definitely love to have you on.
2: No problem, man. Thank y'all. All right, man. So do I hit the little lead button? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
5: right, man. Y'all peace. peace. All, right, All, right. peace out. All right.
1: Well, uh, we thank you guys for showing up watching. I hope you guys enjoyed that. It was Great, really having um, you know him on the show, man. Like, you know, I, I didn't even know B listened to him, but I, I used to listen to him, man. used to
3: him all the time, man, faithfully.
6: Yeah, hey, man. Yeah, I, I think if you were melanated and into sports, you watched or heard man. the two live you were Like, man. Come on,
1: they were like the, the like how Stuart Scott was inspirational, you well, know. Yeah. yeah, for them to be the black voices. And and soul black voices yeah on that mm-hmm. show when when they were when they had their run man and to speak of the things you know at a time where it wasn't popular um you know they they gave us and me inspiration as well so it was dope it was dope yeah dang yeah that was that was, that yeah. was and they and they
0: kept it one one thing that I always loved about them is they they always kept it real and kept it one hundred they would never. Mm-hmm. Putting on airs and being something that they weren't, they were the same kids from Monk's Corner, yep. they were the same thing throughout. And that's what made them successful is you knew they were genuine. yeah And I appreciated it a lot. Yeah,
1: for real. Um, all right, well, um, I think before I get out of here, before we get out of here, I wanna say this one thing about Drew Brees. I wanted to really give um dug room to just kind of talk uh, really made the show about about him Uh, because I hate when they do that on talk on talk shows they have a guest on and they always over talk him
5: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, so I wanted plus I know he had a limited window with us as well but um Drew Brees stepped in into it but I I will say that he did a good job of of coming back from that because he was done he was done they they they're like
3: they were like, yeah.
1: Yep. When your teammates calling you back. But I think the biggest thing he did to show that he was really sincere was when he went back at Donald Trump. And the reason why I feel like that was so significant, because it was, a, it was the first real strong, high profile, visible pushback to him,
5: mm-hmm. in
1: direct opposition and a redirection to what this whole thing is about. And also, what made that important is that all of the white voices that are listening to him, and some may have got sent in a, in a different direction based on what Trump was saying, along with Drew Brees. And maybe he pulled some of them back in this pivotal moment in time where we're seeing Minnesota defund the police or cancel the police. I don't know what they're doing. And we're seeing the New York the Police Department reduce their budget. So I appreciate that. He led with actions, not just his words. Um, and, you know, I, I think he's going to be all right. I, I never really thought he was a racist. I thought he just got, he got tripped up. And it was just a bad time to say something in this climate and, and answer that question. And, um, and that's how you do it. That's how you come back and apologize when you realize that you fucked up. And he did. So yo yeah, Ken
6: or everybody else I, I, did y'all hear um Chappelle schooling this this white lady at one of her one of his last uh comedic shows I saw the I saw a
4: clip I didn't watch it though but I heard about it
6: Yeah man so it it, it was very powerful um so basically Chappelle, Chappelle's on a whole nother level
4: and 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 I've been
6: always been on respected. a whole another level no he has but 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 even higher than that like he like so during his comedy sketch, he was just asking people in the audience, like throw out a topic, and he had a perfect, you know, what I'm saying joke for everything that people were throwing out. And somebody said police brutality, so he kind of, you know, he's like, "You, you sure you really want to go here?" So you know, he was whatever, whatever. There's one white lady heckler started saying, "Oh, you know, life is just too hard, huh?" Da, da, da. you know, just going in. So Chappelle told this story about, you know, he was uh, driving in rural Ohio. Because I guess that's where he lives or whatever. And uh, a police officer pulls him over, and he's nervous as hell. He got his hands 10 and 2 on the steering wheel. And uh, when the police officer comes up, he's like, you know, license and registration. And he was hella nervous. He's like, you know, visibly shaking or whatever. And he said he could notice that the police officer was, like, kind of mad at the fact that he was nervous. And he was like, hey, I'm going to just reach, you know, whatever, whatever. And he was like, you know, I know who you are. This is the police officer. I know who you are, Dave. And he was like, well, then why do you need my, my license and registration? And he said, do let him off with a warning. Literally the next week, um, a Karen called um, the police on a black young man that was in a Walmart that had an open BB gun. So the packaging was open. He was looking at the BB gun, potentially going to buy it. Um, this Karen person basically says that this person is aiming a gun at everybody in Walmart and brandishing a firearm and this that and the third. So the police come, and as soon as they see him, they kill him on site. Eight shots. Mm. The person that killed that kid was the same cop that stopped Dave Chappelle.
1: Wow! wow. Damn.
6: Like a week later, bro. Like a week later. Like he told that story. And, you know, eventually she got to, like, after the show, she got to the, to the back room or whatever, and she was just boo-hoo crying. And Chappelle was like, hey, look, you're no longer part of the problem. You know what I'm saying? You hear one of your friends say some racist shit like
4: that, you got to check them. Yeah. Damn, that's that crazy. That shit's crazy, bro. Yeah, man. That's that reality check that is just, that's just some scary shit, man. Mm-hmm. Like, if he wasn't Dave Chappelle, he could have been gone.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And the fact that he is Dave Chappelle still shouldn't be like, like he's, he's still human. He's still yeah, here. like he's a human exactly. at the end of the day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. Yep. but you got to be the the best black comedian dinner of all time to get away with being black.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, that was a good show, man. Yeah. Nah, nah, he is, yeah. He, he's cool. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Shelton,
0: how you know Doug?
3: That's my frat brother. He played oh, me. Crazy, crazy,
4: right? Small mm-hmm.
3: world. <laughs> man, yeah. sure
0: you small said
4: that world. shit. I'm you like... connected to everybody in South Carolina, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: For the most part, yeah. Oh, when you said too. when you said Doug Stewart, I was like, "What the
3: fuck? Hell yeah, bring
0: him Yeah,
1: up. Bring I, I, I'm, I'm glad he's, <laughs> He stayed on longer than thirty minutes, man. Yeah, that was me cool. Me too.
4: Yeah. I, I knew he was going to. That's why <laughs> he probably got caught up in the conversation. I felt he like he did. He
0: did. Kyle, no, too. He went. to uh state with me and Kyle went.
1: Yeah, after a while, it seemed like you were just sitting back with just watching us. Yeah, <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah. He, was. He, he got
1: caught up in the show. Ooh, like, it, up, like, he was like, okay, yeah, these guys got something.
4: Did y'all, y'all feel like he uh, kind of still got that itch? Like, even though he okay. don't, he's 100, even though he said, like, yeah. it's, it's over, it's a wrap, but like looking at him, I was like, man, this dude got a lot to say. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, that, that wasn't lost on me when I
0: invited him on. I figured. In, in my brain, I was thinking like it might
4: not be something he want to do full time, but it's something he want to do more than just once. Yeah, like he and like fact, as a not as I, an individual because I feel like he would look at it like where he's at, like to be by himself and kind of start over again, especially knowing what he's known for the behind the scenes stuff, how their their stuff went. I, that's mean, what he's, I, wanted to I think ask he's more. I think he's more like he's done with that part of it. But it I wanted like to ask him about
1: and. You know, if you ever get a chance to talk to him, Shelton, like the prep time. Because he said, yeah, he said, I used to know all this stuff uh, because we used to prep for the show. I wanted to know what was that like and how long it would take for them to prep for a daily show.
5: You,
6: you know what? That That's one of my questions, too, Ken, because I'd be feeling like all these people at these networks, they have statisticians. Mm, and it's yeah. of like it, you may have an idea of where you want to go with your... Argument or your position, and then the statistician helps you get facts to back yeah. that up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's not all of, on you to find that type shit.
0: Yeah, they had two of them. They had Opie, and I can't remember the other dude's name, but they had people that they had fact finders and, and people doing a lot of that work for them. So, but yeah, I'm gonna ask him that. I'll call him and ask him tomorrow. But yeah, he, um, he, I, I thought about that. Like I said, I, I, I thought that when I, when I saw, cause he, was in my group chat, and I was like, damn, I forgot, I ain't talked to Stu, he done texted me a couple of times, and we talked, but I hadn't talked to him about this, and then it hit me today, like, let me ask him. I mean, last night. So I hit him, and he was like, whatever. Uh-huh. But yeah, he still got the itch. It's just, you know, him and his brother had built something big. They did. And he stripped away, that hurt.
1: Yeah, that yeah, hurt. I could tell. You yeah. can tell it. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Because they, were, they went out on top, and it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. It wasn't right at all.
6: But, but but you know, like, just hearing him, and obviously he didn't go into any detail, and I don't think he would live, or he may do it with us, like, if he gets more comfortable, like, off, you know, recording or whatever, but just that whole political shit, man, like, that's the main reason why, like, I, I know we did what we did, like, in terms of trying to just build our own platform, but it just, it's a little disheartening, because it's like, okay, if we try to grow or try to pitch our shit to somewhere, it's like, it doesn't matter how good it is if they don't, if we're too good. You know what I'm saying? They will want to get rid of us if we yeah. say some shit that is too real. They want to get rid of us. So I, I, so it, I don't know, man. It's just again a microcosm of everything that's happening now. You know Because yeah. we don't necessarily control um, or own, you know, any type of sport publication. Like, like we don't, right. we don't own Sports Illustrated. We don't own ESPN. We don't own a radio station. Like we don't own shit. So it's kind of like. As soon as they feel threatened, they can take it away, just like that.
5: Yeah,
0: and and, 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 and you know, being in music like I am, it's the same same shit. Like, um, uh, and he what he what they went through as a musician, I went through the same thing. Because what they'll do is you dope on your own, like this shit, like what we do. This shit mm-hmm. dope. And mm-hmm. as soon as same thing as them, they were dope. But as soon as they got picked up by the bigger networks, they kind of wanted to try to polish it. They like, oh, you good? Same thing happened to me as an artist oh, that's good. Y'all are great. Y'all are great. Well, let's try this. And it's like, wait a minute. This is what got me here, but you want me to scrap that and do it. And it's kind of, you could kind of, even when they were on ESPN, you could kind of tell that somebody else kind of had a hand in how they were handling their business. It wasn't the same stews. It wasn't the same. It didn't feel the same. It didn't sound the same. And when they tried to go back to it, that's when it was like, nah, we will not want that. Well, I
1: wonder, especially now, I mean, is. If they could do their own thing without the corporate backing, you know, and fan funded. Well, that's.
0: I think he tried for a second, but I think Ryan is the one that's that's kind of like. You could tell. Yeah,
6: Ryan kind of done. Yeah, you could tell. Like, like, like when the question was asked and he was like, "Yeah, that ship has sailed," you could tell. You know what? It's kind of like malice and pusher. Yeah,
0: but she still wanted. Yeah,
4: like the clip. Malice. is like, "I'm good, bro." Yeah
0: great analogy and you got to think about it you know Ryan got rich playing you know he, he made good money playing football rather mm-hmm. and then he made good money after so Ryan is kind of which Doug ain't hurting Doug does insurance now but
5: mm-hmm.
0: he still ain't you know he never he wasn't in the league and got pension and all that stuff
5: yeah.
0: Ryan and, and,
6: and, and and then Ryan's uh, wife is a, uh, a principal they're a always principal. get broke off like, yeah. they, like they're not they, shit, they're not teachers like they get money so Ryan is retired
0: retired Doug works the job. Right.
3: Right. right.
6: So, hold on. so so Ryan retired from football? Oh, yeah. He
0: got so pension and everything. Yeah. He, Ryan played he five played plus like, years. Yeah. He got pension.
5: Yeah. Because
0: I saw an episode where he was talking about that. He, he just kept talking about, you know, luckily he got in his, his time. Yeah. But Ryan had, he was injured. So he was, you know, he went out injured. But he, he, he got his pension.
6: Yeah. As long as you got a pension, because that's, a, it's definitely a six-figure pension. Mm-hmm. Easily a six-figure pension, so. Damn. Yeah. But I hate that, like I said, because they, they
0: were
4: so good at what they did. man. It was, and, man. And, I and, could and, just, yeah. I could tell Doug, based off just that interaction that it was probably ten times
5: man. what I'm I used to listen to them
3: faithfully every day.
6: Because,
0: because imagine, Nick, imagine, I don't know if you ever heard of it, but imagine brothers going at it. and No, and, I yeah. Yeah.
6: It's different.
0: Yeah. Doug is like, Doug is like the, um analyst, and Ryan is more color. So Ryan mm-hmm. is more amped, and I know what I know. You know what I'm saying? He more like, I did mm-hmm. this type, and Doug mm-hmm. is more facts, but it works so well together. Man, they work mm-hmm. so good together, and it was amazing radio. It
3: was. Amazing. Man.
0: Damn, it stream. was. Yeah. I, I could, I I ain't miss it. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to hear no right. when I got in the car, I was not
3: listening to no music. I want not listen, yep. Really? I was I was listening to yep, I knew what time was coming on and everything, man. Two mm-hmm. live stews. What you got? What you got, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That was yeah, they were. that's dope you got them on. I'm like, oh fuck, hell yeah, this is this is this is dope right here. Here mm-hmm. yeah,
0: we gotta get them back.
3: That's dope that somebody recognized them too, that can read in the chat too. I was like, oh shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Mm-hmm. I, I just hate that we didn't have more prep time to like put it out there, like yo, they mm-hmm. only 'cause a lot of people a lot of people would be interested to see where they are now because they kind of disappeared for a lot of people.
1: They and, could bring okay. him back, man. I i like all of these networks, Fox, ESPN, they can bring him on as like an analyst or some shit. You you remember they used to be on first take?
4: Mm-hmm. They used it, to be guests on man. First Take. Well, Cold Pizza, it, yeah.
5: Yeah, it was, was, it was it, called Cold, yeah. yeah. It was First yeah. Take when they
4: wanted. it. Oh, I thought it was, I, yeah. I was reading, reading up on them. It, yeah, they was like, they had some segments on it, what turned into First Take, but it was called Cold Pizza at the time. So it, it made a yeah, bit both. You bold, got
1: Whitlock know. and all these other people, man, you could bring, you can at least give Doug a kick. He was, yeah,
4: Whitlock. Yeah, but, Whit, home, but, right? but Whitlock played, he played with the game though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. If, if you're not willing to play fuck with the game with like you was man.
6: saying, fuck that yeah, fuck dude. With
3: yeah, man, fuck yeah. him. I,
6: that that dude, look, look, look and, Ken, and Ken can attest. I'll never forget it. I, we was at work, and I, I I always used to go to Fox Sports. I want to say it was or MS MS uh, Sports or whatever the hell. And I remember I was reading this article where it was like, there's a black man. Just basically disparaging other Black people,
5: mm-hmm. and I yeah.
6: was so I I was so mind blown. I'm like, wait, wait, hold on. I had to read the article three times, and then I sent it to Ken and Rod, and I'm like, yo, am I tripping? Am I tripping? And and I don't know, Ken, was that the first time you got put on the Whitlock? Or was- man,
1: I'll I'll never forgive you for that. <laughs> I,
6: said,
1: okay. I, 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 I will never forgive FIFO for introducing me to Jason Whitlock.
6: Oh my god, yo, that shit threw me all the way off. And I'm like, wait, hold on, dog. Like I know I'm not work. I'm reading it, but not really. Am I tripping? And when I sent it to them, Canon Bravo, like, what the fuck is this shit? So yeah, man, Whitlock, that dude, man, he is tr- he's pure trash. Pure garbage, man. I, I, I can't I'm you know, I, I don't really wish a lot of ill will on people, but I'm I'm kind of glad he's no longer on TV. It, it kind of irked download. You bit. know, ain't no
3: telling where he might pop up on it.
1: He's trying yeah, because he's doing all kind of interviews right now.
6: He is, but ESPN ain't gonna pick him up. No. I think he's too controversial for ESPN. Obviously, Fox already done let him go. Well, like 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 maybe radio, maybe a podcast, but I don't think he's gonna get back on TV.
1: <laughs> yeah, no I boy. think it'll be hard given like the way things are right now. If, if things calm back down and we go back to the way we we were, yeah, he'll be back. Possibly. <sighs> so I'm over it.
5: My, hey, my boy,
0: my boy texted me. He was like, you remember Doug used to whip your ass? I was like, yeah, I do. Hey, like, that dude right there, boy, he was no joke at all. That was funny. He, I was like, he whipped your ass too. <laughs> <laughs> Darn Is Vegas. he older than you? Oh, yeah, yeah, he older. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Nick, you oh, talk? so he's,
1: he's saying that FS1 was prioritizing Skip Bayless over Speak for Yourself. Speak for Yourself was a dying show. 100%. Yeah. Nobody wanted to watch them. And yep. once Colin left, I knew it was just a matter of yep. time. Yeah, once yep, Colin They left. just waited until the contract was yeah, up. Yeah, it was yeah. A yeah. Rapid, And, and rapid. I really want to know why Colin left. Colin left for a reason. And I yeah. think Jason started to get a little too far out outside of of where Colin was comfortable at.
6: One hundred percent. So 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 you know the, the interesting thing about watching Colin Cowherd, I feel that you he doesn't do it in your face, and and, and it's even smaller than subtly. But you can kind of tell what's going to come down the pike based off of what Colin and how Colin moves
5: mm-hmm. because
6: because what what I realized was. It wasn't even when Colin left, speak for yourself. It was when Whitlock didn't host um, The Herd when Colin was gone.
4: No,
5: he
6: did. That, he did. No, 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 no. no. What, 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 I'm, what I'm saying is, is that he, Whitlock stopped hosting The yeah. Herd. And when I noticed that, I said, eventually, he's going to be out of here.
1: Was that and after then, he oh, said that shit about LeBron? <laughs> Honestly, yeah,
6: after, I don't remember the time.
1: OK, anymore. but go ahead.
6: Yeah, but um, but also with Speak for Yourself. Once I once I saw that, Whitlock wasn't even a guest. Because at first it seemed like Whitlock and her and, and Colin were buddy buddy. Mm-hmm. Then whenever Colin wasn't there, Whitlock would, you know, host the show. Then Whitlock didn't host the show. And then you never saw Colin and, and, and Whitlock together no more. And then you started seeing more brothers on Speak for Yourself to try to kind of help it. But yep. it never did nothing. So that's how I knew. And, and and you know who I feel most most bad for though, Marcellus Wiley, because I fuck with Marcellus Wiley. So I don't know what they're gonna do with him. But I but I really like Marcellus.
4: They may try to get. I'm hoping they get like Chris Broussard, possibly.
6: But but the i couple is doing good.
4: And I, yeah, but know, that's radio I, though. You know what I'm saying? Like,
6: but they simulcast it. He like they do TV too.
1: Where's Jason Mac- McIntyre? Is he still there?
4: Mm. He's, he's mm. there every now and then. I haven't seen him there. Because he's
1: been he's been quiet lately, because they used to put him out there like he, they tried they tried to make him work and he couldn't. And he used to always just say shit just to say it too.
4: Yeah, you could tell he was just saying shit to
1: say it.
6: You know who I think that they're trying to figure out something bigger for?
1: Doug Gottlieb. Yes. And you think
3: so?
6: I've
1: never he heard of him.
3: What was, where was it? Where is he from?
1: He has a oh, show on Colin. Holland's network. He he co-hosts. He's doing the shit that FIFO was talking about. When Collins out, he's the first person mm-hmm. they go grab. Yep.
0: I thought they were gonna get rid of Doug Gottlieb for a while.
1: I he's, I you, he's on the fence for me, man. Because I, I, I'm I'm he not has an arrogance to him that I don't yeah. like. He
6: does, he does, yeah. I don't like that. Yep. Like it's like he speaks, and I know I do this shit sometimes too, but you all know i will be playful but um like he speaks like it's definitive, like this is gospel and it's like bro like come on man like how, how often you been like he, right like he he don't be right that often man
1: no he don't he don't yeah i, I never really want to especially when it comes to like like controversial stuff um yeah it's just his, his takes he just has some really bad takes it's just not good. But yeah. No, no, no. All,
4: All right, right, y'all. I got a dip. There. But hey, yeah. Um, hey, hey. Yeah. Was you sleepy? Nah nah. Uh, I'm, I'm playing this franchise more than mad, and I can't even <laughs> look at y'all. <laughs> hey, no, nah, I'm talking about during the show, it looked like you were about to go to sleep a couple said, Look at Nick's face. <laughs> uh nah yeah, I uh I flew back today. I went home for like a uh, to Cincy for a few days. And okay. I feedback I, like I've been running around basically for the last forty eight hours so it's it's catching up to me Damn, you got how's first going, huh? how's your oh, first couple of games gone huh how's your first couple of games gone I'm still doing preseason but uh it, it's not you that bad. you preseason I yeah' cause i i like to uh see that's that's the difference between me and you FIFO, you know what i'm saying i i, I take I, I do my time you know what i'm <laughs> saying I, I develop my players how they should be. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going. Are you in the um Spike Lee? Uh, uh,
6: I want to be, but I don't have a PlayStation. The only PlayStation I play on is the one at the studio.
5: Oh, and, I, that's I, you and I don't have a
6: gamer tag.
4: Damn. Yeah, I was gonna say like this would be perfect for you, and for the whole crew. Like I was thinking, we could all do one. But nah, use
3: the, uh, people just use the 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 the, the studio PlayStation.
4: Man. We have an account on here, FIFO. I just
1: created one the other day when I was up there.
3: Did <laughs> the <laughs> you? Were you playing man?
1: Madden on, on my account?
3: I think I think you played on the Dead End Gaming one. Yeah, no. and, and, and this,
6: and then either Ken or somebody booted me off. Like, and I, and I and I and I know it was Ken because somebody was playing on Ken's profile, so I already knew he was his kid. And Ken wanted to play, so I know he was <laughs> playing on Dead on, on End Studios. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was, that was probably Miles. I don't know what he was doing, but yeah, he be bouncing. Yeah, so that's why I created.
3: Great, you want to use the studio one, Fifo.
1: Yeah,
6: no, I'm I'm so Nick. Like I didn't I didn't get more um detail. Spike was just like in my interest, and I was like, yeah, but I I don't have a gamer tag, so that's the reason why I created one. I don't even remember what the hell I created.
1: It's like dumb short on there. Yeah, it's like F two four seven. I saw it today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can I did oh, overwrite your your madness shit because I was trying to load it up on over on here. Oh, shit! I don't know. Uh,
6: honestly, um, I'm cool because like I had to start like a whole another one, and he's still he's only in the second year on the dead end studio one. So I, if I lose
4: him, I'm cool. Well, this one is more about like, uh, I, at least from my perspective, I'm doing it from a, the coaching aspect, not the player. So you, I like you can control offense and defense, and you can make trades and all that stuff too.
5: Yeah, it's yeah, torrential. it's just a
4: franchise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we,
6: yeah, we've not we've done a, a franchise league before. Me, Ken, and uh, B way back. What was that? PS three, PS three, yeah, PS three, yeah.
3: PS three.
6: Yeah, yeah. So no, we 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 we've been there, done that. We we know how oh, is. Okay. You got to schedule the games and all that. You can make mm. trades and all that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I never, I never. Yo, I know I've told the story a million times, but I'll. I still say B.T. to my ass. <laughs> he
5: did up. Like three, he cracking up every a time row. we
6: tell the story. <laughs> three, four times in a row, I, did I, cheat, I was man. whooping him. I was whooping him. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, every time, Nick, every time I was whooping B, NFX would fail. Like third quarter, <laughs> going into the front, I was whooping <laughs> that ass. And then all of a sudden, the last game, it's like the fourth or fifth time we've tried, he beats me by like seven or ten points. And the game finally goes through i like, all
3: right, wow. All right, <laughs> You my nigga first
5: time, yeah, you know? it's
3: cracking up, dude. Bruh. I swear I didn't do that on purpose.
6: And you know I, what? And, and the crazy part about this, Nick, the craziest part about it was, this was when the Jets had Darrell Rivas, Antonio Cromartie. Their defense was crazy. And me and B was both in the AFC. I had uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I traded for – um. Uh, who, who's the dude from the U, Devin Hester? Devin Hester, uh,
3: yeah.
6: I, I I just went and got nothing but fast wide receivers because I'm like, look, I know what B's going to do. B's going to blitz and he's going to play mad. So <laughs> I'm going to spread him <laughs> out. So I played five wide <laughs> the whole time. And I would just, I would dissect them even if it was short sometimes, I would try to take my joints over the top. But yo, I, like, I had the perfect game plan because I knew that's who I had to beat if I wanted to make the Super Bowl. And this nigga, he beat me in the AFC Championship game, bro. Bro, <laughs> okay. Yeah, on, man. B? <laughs> so, I want yeah. my revenge. So, if B's in it, I'm definitely, I don't care wherever B's at, I need to be in that division. But we're going to create one like for, two.
1: we're going to do it for dead end sports. Nick and I was talking about that. Okay. Yep. Yeah.
6: Yeah. I, I definitely it. need my revenge, i I'm going to buy me a new PlayStation tomorrow. Oh, yeah, because, you know, Seltzer making that car lot
1: money. Hey, don't fuck around. Listen, (laughs) hey Shelton, trust me when I say it. I notice the difference when I come here. Get the PS4 Pro. Yeah, it's worth it. That shit. This shit is so (laughs) slow compared to that. Mm -hmm. If you've never played on the Pro, you won't notice it. It'll be just normal. Yeah. Going from the Pro to this, Mm, I see my. I got two of them.
0: My son, he just took one to his mom's though. So, um. One one is there and one is here, but they both pro. So I'm just going to buy another one because I don't want to mess with
6: it Okay, which one's a pro? The one at the studio or the one you got?
1: The one I got. And then my son's got the regular one. Mm. And I got the pro because, you know. So so the one at the studio is a regular one? Yeah, it's a regular one. Yeah. Is it, it the Slim? The is Fish it the PlayStation Force?
3: Slim? Is
6: that the Slim, can that you It got is a Slim studio?
1: one.
3: Nah. It's a regular a lot of Slim?
1: No, that might be the Slim.
3: Yeah.
6: yeah I don't think it is. It is.
1: Cause I was gonna get the Pro for here, but you know, we at the time we were not really like playing a lot of games like that, so it didn't really mm-hmm. matter.
6: So, so yeah. wait, hold on. So can okay, so what's the main difference then? Because
3: I shit, hard drive, I feel like that PlayStation, I think... hard drive is the difference. Because you really?
1: haven't played on the Pro yet. Yeah. yeah, and that's
3: what I'm
6: saying. So like, it's I, I was faster. Really
1: Everything you. is really? faster. Yeah, really? it loads faster. Of course, really? obviously, it renders. It's not true mm-hmm. 4K, but it renders to. You know, yeah, make it look yeah. like 4K. Yeah, it upscales.
5: Yeah,
1: it low like it loads faster. The internet, everything is just faster. It's it's, wow. it's, a, it's a noticeable difference. Wow.
3: Yeah, the regular PS4 because I had I took my I took the hard drive out of mine's and put an SSD drive in my PS4 and I mean it runs. To me, it runs just as good as the PS Pro, but
1: um,
5: mm-hmm. I
3: think the PS Pro comes with an SSD drive, I believe.
1: But at this it, point, you might as well wait to get the five. That's yeah, what I was thinking. I, about. I was about to say like. They, yep. Cause yeah, They're
3: they well. gonna, they gonna be showing it this Thursday on the play. If you mm. look on PlayStation YouTube channel, they are showing it this uh, Thursday. I thought they pushed
4: that back. B. It did. They they pushed the, it.
3: It's thir- It was supposed to be the fourth. This, yeah. But it's the. It's it's, it's this. Le- it's this Friday. I mean, it's this Thursday. Oh. Uh, hey,
4: do we? Do either
0: of y'all got the VRs?
4: No. Mm-mm. Nah.
3: Uh, I was gonna get the VRs just for that Iron Man game. It looked hard.
4: Are you talking about the Avengers game? Yeah. Yeah.
3: I'm you not- saw it. Uh, yeah, the VRs? Uh, the is like only hundred fifty bucks or something, but I think four hundred dollars is too much. It's
0: opinion. a, but it's the Iron, Iron Man hurt. game, not the Avengers, nigga.
3: It's straight Iron Man. I know it's straight Iron Man. Iron Man. Oh, I, VR, haven't, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, yeah. No, it it's It looks like
0: it's crazy. I, I want to get it just for that.
3: It's too much. I'm not getting. I'm not. So the VRs four hundred? Yeah, three ninety
1: nine nine oh, nine. Hell no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got I got tricked with that damn play, PS move shit. And I said, I ain't. They ain't tricking me oh, no yeah. more.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: That that yeah. they got me with the move. They got me with the connect. But the connect was working though, Ken. Huh?
6: Because you didn't. I think. I think out of all of those, the connect was the best one because you didn't have to hold nothing. It was. You were the controller.
1: Yeah, it yeah. was. And then the Nintendo version, whatever they had. Yeah, that
6: that was whack too. With the nunchucks, that was whack.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I said, Nah, I'm good.
6: If oh, you're gonna dude. have interactive play, like I shouldn't be having to hold anything. I, I should agree. just be doing. What
4: what up? Someone as as far as the the flight stuff, um, I flew through Delta, and they only um, right now they're only doing like 60% capacity, to keep up with like the to to for the social distancing. So like every seat has like the middle seat is not no one's in it. And, and you gotta have a mask. Yeah, it's mandatory. You can't even fly through Delta without having a mask.
3: Damn. Yeah, I still, hey, was, I, I'm not, not comfortable flying yet. Me,
0: how was it at the crib? were they protesting and stuff? Yeah, they had a protest all weekend
4: long. Like,
3: man, the whole country's afternoon. been protesting. Every yep. day
4: was every day was a protest. Like early in the afternoon.
5: and, yeah, and, and,
4: and go that? ahead. No, go ahead. Now I was saying, like, and it was like it was really hot. And, and like, so I was thinking like, maybe people would be doing something else. Maybe they're not coming out, but now they, they showed out. Like they, everybody came out for, uh, for the protest. I was surprised by that.
0: Hey man, I saw this thing and it said, uh, what was so different about George Floyd to make make the protest happen on this one so big? And I, I didn't read the article. I need to read it and see what it said. But I thought about that. I was like, that is true. Like when George Floyd happened, it, everything changed. You know
3: this I mean? like the what, what's that phrase? The, the the something that broke the camel's back. What, the straw,
4: straw, that broke. Yeah. The
3: so like to me, and I think I said this on is the mic on. It's kind of similar to me. I take I look at this as similar to back in in the fifties when those four little girls died in that church bombing. And yeah. And Till got killed. I think that was like the straw that broke the camel's back, and it was kind of like black folks was like, all right, this is enough. That's what started civil rights. So I yeah. think this is kind of the same. This might be the same thing. where like. We've been seeing all this shit in the past five, six, seven years, like on the internet, on social media, live, mm-hmm. motherfuckers dying and shit in the front, in the front of police, and ain't shit happening. And I just right. think George Floyd was just kind of like, all right, this is brought broke the cameras back.
4: Like this. I, is, I, I agree
3: think... with you, B. Be... Go ahead.
4: Go ahead, Go, go ahead. 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 You no, know, I was gonna say, like, I also think it's because of like literally the pandemic. Just because I of think like that. Yeah. Adds,
3: I think that adds a little, <laughs> that adds to it, but I, I still think that was a straw that broke the camel's back. No, I,
4: I agree. Because he lit, like,
3: I mean, you literally see this man like he's dying and he still got his knee on his neck. Like it,
4: it's like it's so obvious. This shit is yeah, yeah, but like, But we had Eric Gardner have the same, we seen the video of him getting I choked up. From- it's just, it's built up shit, Nick. I, I mean, like same yeah.
3: thing with us black folks. Probably in the 30s and 40s, niggas was getting hung and shit all the time. And then when them four little girls and Emmett Till, when you killing kids, it's like okay, enough is enough. Civil rights, bam. Yeah, mm.
6: enough, I, 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 to stuff. me, when I watch this George Floyd thing, I, I think a couple of things kind of stand out to me. I think the Eric Gardner thing. There were multiple cops. Eric Gardner was a huge dude. You know what I'm saying? And and I, he didn't fight back, but you could tell like it, it, it. There was a tussle. I think with George Floyd, like. There was no like you had to He was he was handcuffed. He was handcuffed. Hand- there was handcuffed. no. There was zero resistance, and then the the amount of time that it took for for the neck to break, you know, for 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 him to die, and then in addition to especially his last words, Correct. crying out for his mom that's not here, bro. Like yeah. that that hurts. Mm, yeah. you are saying like. Like 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 with a lot of the other scenarios it, it it's gunshot, bang, bang bang, it's over and done with it's, it's quick. relatively quick. we feel yeah. it, but it's quick. this was not quick this you felt every moment, and I didn't even all watch nine it. minutes I all nine minutes, it. dude, I can't watch it, but I have read the transcript of like what he said, you know what I'm saying over those nine minutes I, after reading that, I can't I, I definitely can't watch it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I I just think I just think that it, it struck a chord, you know, deep down with everybody because everybody can feel that. All mothers felt that. Grandmothers yeah. felt that. Men felt that because we typically grow up as mama's boys, bro. Yeah. We felt that, man. Like everybody felt that. So yeah, man. I, I think that's the biggest difference. I think that's the reason why. The main reason why, because I think COVID has something to do with it. I think Ahmaud Arbery has something to do with it. Obviously, all of the stuff over the years, but just the fact that, like, we can't, like, like, that could have been literally any one of these cases could have been anybody, but to to witness that for that amount of time, man, like, that was just really inhumane. New yeah.
1: World. It was, it was Ahmaud Arbery. I really believe that now. Um, and the pandemic and and Ahmaud Arbery was the weirdest thing to me, because I didn't understand why the world was so outraged. And we talked about it. And everybody was inside, and they got a chance to watch it. And then, what, less than a month later, this shit happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was it. People snapped. And they were like, "Damn, we just watched this video of these guys shooting this guy that we heard happened, it, that we now know happened in February. Right, and mm-hmm. you guys gonna literally do this shit like a couple of weeks later? Nah, and people lost it. But if people were not inside
4: with the pandemic, I think I the reaction would have been,
1: over. Would have been that's different. That's so,
4: what that's that's. You I agree with you 100, percent Ken. That was my point of the pandemic was just the fact that like it's forcing people to like we have nothing else to do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like protesting probably gets more people out the house than anything now. And it's just like mm-hmm. when, you, when you focus in on something you keep seeing it over and over again, you have nothing else but to talk about it.
0: Yeah. And you're frustrated.
4: These people are frustrated
0: from being in the house.
4: Because think. Oh. So I was going to say, like, even think about it, like, what was supposed to happen this year sports-wise? We were supposed to have the Olympics, the NBA finals, you know what I'm saying, baseball. Like, if this was happening during all that, I agree it would have been, been here, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. But the fact that none of that is going on, it's the biggest headline.
1: Damn, we didn't even talk about the the um, the NFL's Goodell statement. Yep, no, we did Oh wow, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm still processing my thoughts on it. It, I, I don't know. Maybe, we, maybe I need another week.
0: Because <laughs> I, yeah,
1: was, I saw was- the, the so the let me talk about the video first. It was cool seeing Zeke. It was cool seeing Mahomes. They were needed, cause some of them other Negroes I ain't know. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 you needed to see somebody. And but it still felt like they were pandering. It still felt like too little, too late. And not to discredit it, but it was like this is some some I, I, I believe them. So I don't want to outright call it bullshit. Um yeah. and call out the NFL like that. Uh, I thought was bold and brave. And the guy that orchestrated the whole thing, let to a podcast called the lead where they talk about it. And I think there was also a written story. Um, and this guy basically just did, went rogue and he did it by himself. And they basically forced Goodell to do this. And that's the issue that I have. It's like, if they didn't force Goodell's hand, would he have even said anything? Would they have addressed it? And that's why I'm questioning somewhat some of the sincerity of it because at this point, most companies have to say something or do something. And when you got Patrick Mahomes and Ezekiel Elliott and all these dudes calling you out, calling the NFL out, if they didn't respond, they would have looked bad. And they can't afford to do that right now.
0: That's the only thing, man, is these apologies. It's, it's, it's just so hard to know who to trust. I mean, yeah, that's true. Pick. It's a, it's a catch-22 for, for – and I, I try, you know, my best at home by myself in my own secret quarters to try to put myself in their shoes. If they come out and support, we kind of looking at them side. i like, yeah, nigga, do you really support? But if they don't, it's like, why don't you support? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or if they say something and then they come back and say, you know what, I apologize. I was wrong. It's like, yeah, you're, you're apologizing now. You know, it's like it, it, they the, – they can't win. <laughs> nah, you know what I'm saying. Right now, right. PC
4: culture is pushing real hard on all these traditional institutions or all these, you know, good old boy white companies because it's like it's enough of this shit. Like we gonna burn this shit down. Like that's what they're realizing. That we gonna burn this shit. We'll even burn our own shit just to prove a point. But we, but some shit gotta burn because we just tired of this shit.
5: Yeah. Yep. I
1: don't know, but yeah, let's let's. We'll see how it play out. Maybe we can revisit it uh next week all right anyway, that's gonna do it for us this week. We'll catch you guys next time peace peace, peace.
0: peace.